to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is Dawn of the Dead. Mm. You guys sound like a really bad THX impression. <laughs> <laughs> the 1978 yeah. George Romero version. Go ahead and the I was doing Barbershop. The theatrical release. Yeah. <laughs> the stork man moan in the seventh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the theatrical 1978 Dawn of the Dead. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or blurry. Press play. Press pause. When the in association with logo fades to carpet, the first frame of all <laughs> carpet it, you see. When it fades to Berber. Yeah. Go ahead and pop. That's not Berber. That's carpet. That's uh, uh, that's, that's uh, Berber is like tied shag. down. Shag. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Red shag. Uh, when on it, the wall. Excuse on the wall. me. Press pause when it fades to carpet. In a second, I'll say three, two, one. Unpause. At which point, I'll in press play. In the 70s, play. this was very important. The distinction. <laughs> You'll press play and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, this time with four zombies in your head. And mm. those zombies this week are myself, as always, Teague Christie, my friend Brian Brains, Fenifter. Oh. Um, I, d- I only got brains. Michael Dorkman Scott. <laughs> I was going to say brains. Yeah. So four, four, four zombies in your brains. That's yeah. <laughs> ah. And Trey. <laughs> we got to do it over again. <laughs> Trey yeah. the Amazing Stokes. Hello, Antelisha. Huh. That's for Dorkman. Yes. Now, seen, now, I, now, now I, he knows that reference. Yes, I do. All the cool people know that reference. Dawn of the Dead. I had not seen uh, many zombie movies prior to us sitting down to do Dawn of the Dead for Down in Front. <laughs> Initially, and I had, you know, I'd seen Planet Terror and Shaun of the Dead, basically, was what I had. Um, and, I, and that was because I was not interested in zombies. I, I had no particular desire to see a zombie movie, and I don't think I'd ever seen a good zombie movie. So it's sort of a correlation causation thing, which came first. Either I didn't want to see zombies because I'd never seen a good zombie movie, and I never wanted to see a good zombie movie because I'd never been a fan of zombies. And it just it lasted until this, this week when I finally sat down and watched Dawn of the Dead. And... This movie would not make me a fan of zombies. This movie is interesting, and I understand its cultural impact, but it's it doesn't play out the way that I, I feel like a zombie movie could and still be interesting. Because zombies the, zombies are a canvas. They're not you know a plot element. They're not a genre. It's just something you can do. Mm. Like what they did to vampires. Yeah, no Ooh. shit, right? And, and I, I feel like you can do a lot with zombies, and this movie doesn't do as much as I feel like it could. And obviously that has a lot to do with the fact that it's more or less the first huge zombie movie that ever happened. Night of the Living Dead was 10 years before, but at the end of the day, this movie doesn't make me, uh, you know, scream rape. It's just, it's, it's a two and a half hour long, or however long it is. Two it's hours. not that long. This one's no. two. Okay. Uh, there's an extended version that's almost yeah. two and a half. But. Which now, is a little tedious. But. Immediately after seeing this, I also watched Zack Snyder's 2004 Dawn of the Dead and loved it. Had a grin on my face the whole time. So we'll be examining the differences as we go on. Yeah. But right. we're also going to do that Right. One, we're going to so. do we're going to do Dawn of the Dead 2004 as well. So Brian, Dawn of the Dead, Zombies? Uh, George yeah. George Romero? This uh, haircuts, I, what do you got? As I've mentioned before, I'm not a huge uh, horror guy, not really my primary genre, but I do love a good zombie movie and a good apocalyptic story. Uh, this the truth is, this is a very important film, but it's by itself absent the the historical significance. It's not a great film. Uh, but it laid the groundwork and the foundation for tropes and, and storytelling and this idea of of infection and zombies that would give us a lot of great movies later on. So, like Philadelphia. Like Philadelphia. Like Apollo 13. Yeah, uh, very much like Apollo 13. Really, most of Tom Hanks' oeuvre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally see Castaway in this. Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Um, but in, in that sense, it's a, it's a very important film. It's and we can go. We can. I'm sure we'll go into a little bit about the weaknesses of the story and where Snyder's version improves, but some of the things that Snyder's loses as as a result of the changes it makes. Um, yeah, but it's it's good. It's a great idea. It's not executed perfectly, but executed fairly well. 
Dorkman, talk about zombies. Talk you about know, Dawn of the Dead. You know, you could actually write a film school thesis relating this to Castaway. You joke, but you really could. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. We'll get into that, I guess. But uh, um, you can write I, a film school thesis about anything. Doesn't mean it's valid. That's or worth true. Reading. Well, no. That's. I mean, that's why I was. Uh, In this, I will compare and contrast Dawn of the Dead with. Castaway. Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why. Some poor I, uh, teacher's assistant has to read. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was. In a, uh, I got an English degree instead of like math because I'm like, you can totally fake English degree. You know, a, an essay. You that's can't why fake I got a, a communications proof. degree. Yeah. You can just that much more bullshit than yeah. an English degree. Yeah. Hey, I said something, right? I communicated. <laughs> a plus. Anyway, um, yeah, I actually um, I hadn't seen this movie in a while. Um, I, I rewatched it in preparation for this commentary, and I actually watched the uh, extended version compa- uh, to compare to the uh, theatrical version um, because it was the only one I could get a hold of in time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But um, I actually I actually like the extended version um, quite a bit. There's there's scenes in there that are um, um, I think clarify kind of the intent of the movie because this isn't. This, like you said, this is uh, uh, zombies are more of a backdrop in this movie. Like nowadays, the zombies are the point in a lot of ways, and in, in more modern movies. Whereas in uh, in movies like this, the zombies were a canvas to make a point um, of some kind. Um, so you know, famously, this is about consumerism in the most obvious way. But there's a lot of other stuff uh, going on with. Um, the zombie various zombies, zombies always tend to be about race, at least in some capacity. Uh, they tend to be, be about race and and um, about you know class struggles in yeah. general and stuff like that. And I think this one is very much about um, uh, the about examining um, social uh, social mores, almost uh, what we value and why we value it and stuff like that. Which consumerism and race and all that stuff all Play tie into. into. Yeah. Um, and and I think there are much. I, I liked the extended version because there are scenes in there which I don't believe are in here that help make that theme a little clearer. And I'll, I'll, uh, I can think of at least one that I'll bring up when it would be in the movie, but is not in this version. But Trey, nineteen seventy-eight, George Romero, nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah, I, um, for some where reason, where were you? I was, I was a freshman in film school, and it was a, and it was a glorious time. I, um, Hitler was marching across <laughs> Europe. <laughs> Europe, and the, the Allies were preparing for a counterattack. It's uh, Nagus Mott. Yes, um, it's it's when this movie came out, and again, it's 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 a like like many movies, like Star Wars, like other movies, which was around at the same time. Um, you know, something that happened before you were born. Um, it's kind of hard to explain what it was like. Um, but so even at the time, this movie wasn't perfect. It wasn't like that was the greatest movie ever made. However, it did contain things that we had never seen in the theater before. Um, it was uh, – and it was groundbreaking for me and, and revelatory in a lot of ways. And I did, in fact, write a, a – in film school, I wrote a paper about Dawn of the Dead. See? Um, I actually <laughs> talked about – I actually wrote, wrote about Dawn of the Dead. Um well played. Because um, this was for me anyway, and I don't know if it's if if there are other maybe there are other examples of movies you can point to, but this was a movie where I realized like wow you can make a crazy over the top horror movie and have a theme to it, and as heavy handed as the themes might get at times, the fact that it had one you know was was amazing to me. Like wow, it's not just about people's guts getting ripped out, although it has that too, and yet it seems to be about something. Which I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know that was allowed. So the fact that you can do a, a, a what is it, essentially a B movie, and and have it have you know some kind of relevance or attempt to put some relevance in it, I think is you know it's you can draw a line. If I was going to write a, if I went back to film school, I would draw a line from that to X Men and Spider Man and all these crazy things that you know 
now that now now major Hollywood studios make these kind of movies and they go, well, we're trying to make it about something. So, you know, these movies can be about something in a way that in a way that Snyder's movie is much more about the thrills, which it delivers tremendously. But I don't think there's a lot of thematic resonance to it other than a kind of a, a nihilistic worldview about, ah, we're all going to die. We're, we're not going to get our shit together, which this movie uh, also we'll says talk, as well. We can talk about Until it when we the get there. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that I necessarily agree with that on Snyder, although I do agree that it's, yeah. it doesn't have as much to say as yeah. I don't. As I don't remember does. the yeah. Snyder movie saying anything other than "Look out, zombies! They're yeah. really cool." <laughs> um, this movie, you know, and again, this movie is pretty sometimes in your face with its consumerism. It actually spells it out. They yeah. actually say. Oh, um, they actually say what the theme is. Basically, it's and, pretty. Yeah. It's 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 ham fisted. But again, that that is like you're saying one of the things that Romero really brought to. Not just the zombie genre, but kind of B movie type movies in general. Yeah, he you know? actually he, he attempted to make it about something, yeah. which was which was very shocking at seventy eight. And the fact that another thing is as cartoony and silly and ridiculous as it looks now, and it even then looked a little silly. Still, the fact that there is this much flesh being torn on on screen was amazing at the time. Yeah. And you have to remember that this movie was you know so horrifying at the time that it was released unrated. Mm. Um, and that was, you know, right away, we had to go, oh my God, we have to go, we have to go see that, whatever that is. Um, and me and my friends, we, you know, found someone with a car and we went down to whatever theater we saw it in. And uh, the, the moment when, when I was... Uh, Early on, where I just said, "Okay, I'm strapping in because I, whatever this movie's going, I'm I'm in." Is when the the SWAT guy blows the guy's head off because <laughs> that was a first in movie history. We'd never seen that before in a movie, and that's probably one of the reasons it was unrated. But um, and as a around that same time, Scanners came out, which also has an exploding head, and those were the two exploding heads. They were within about a year of each other, and uh, it was like, oh, it was wow, a, it was a heady time. It was a heady time, and uh, what the, what well, the hell just happened on screen? No, I saw. So I saw. Was less heady <laughs> You know, I I love this movie. I love this movie partly. He gives this look around like, yeah. Yeah, who got Anybody? that? Come on. I love the movie partly out of a sense of nostalgia, you know, in the way that you know you guys defend, you know, Hook or whatever. Yeah. Um, this and, and and this they haven't done unrated movies as a release for a long. Like they they started doing it again. Yeah. On DVD. What was the last one they did? Uh, actually, I, most well, the last one they did, the most recent one, which nobody knows about, was Hatchet Two. Hatchet oh, Two, oh, nice. which was just a it few was in weeks theaters ago. For like a day, but it was in theaters for like three weeks or yeah. maybe a weekend or whatever, and then everyone was like, mm, nah. So and then they pulled it. So the unrating yeah. is not the cash uh, cow yeah. that perhaps it used to yeah. be. It didn't work as well. It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily. Well, and it wasn't well advertised because who the hell heard? Of well, that, well, that's why if you're not rated, you can you don't get as much advertising. Right. That's part of the reason. Um, so, so yeah, but it was a draw. The fact that it was it was so whatever happens in this movie is so amazing that they they just rather than release it as an X rated movie, um, which they don't even have anymore. Now it's what NC seventeen. NC seventeen. Yeah. Um, is X uh, was technically never a, a <laughs> thing anyway. Yeah. Really. It, it was never. A, we should probably get this going. Yeah, but. yeah well, we'll, kick this, <laughs> we'll kick this pig. But uh, yeah. anyway, so it's it's you know it's it's. I love this movie out of nostalgia. I I and I I applaud what Romero was able to do for the you know the first time that I ever was aware of anyone doing it. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a cheesy B movie. There's no denying it's a cheesy B movie. You'd have to kind of roll with that. Yeah, right on. You're at the point where the in association with logo faded to carpet as I am here. So have your mouse or remote ready. Three, two, one. On pause. But yeah, the the X rating has actually never been an official MPAA rating. It was just like if the MPAA yeah. basically refused to rate it, they just called it X, and then X became associated with porn. With right. So then they changed it to NC seventeen. Brian, do you know where PG thirteen came from? Uh, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Uh, yeah. I almost said Raiders, but yeah, Temple of Doom. Has there ever? Have you guys ever seen a double X film? 
That that is also not a real because triple X is the porn thing. Yeah. And well, but then, X well, du- double X just became was a marketing tool to go. Yeah. Oh, this is double X. This is more. Like, this yeah. is more X. What does that mean? And then triple X, you have to go into the little beaded room in the back of the video store. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Now here's the thing. I have um after Pee Wee. I have a, I have a split mind about this opening sequence because what they're doing is an interesting cold open. That's what that's what the point of this stuff is, mm-hmm. and it does grab you. But the first time I saw this movie, it confused the shit out of me. Yeah, it's an interesting way to jump into the the circumstances. But we do spend a long time in this just to kind of set up the situation and a couple of the characters. We right. spend a long time in this. And station. here's the and here's what's going on too is that people knew and I knew when I saw this that this is. Well, it's not a sequel. It's not Night of the Living Dead 2. Right. It's following the same universe, and it's successive. It comes after that movie. So I'm thinking... That, that is a sequel. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's not like the same... It's not the continuation of the storyline. It's just the universe it's, again. Well, it's not a continuation of the characters. It's, it is yeah. a continuation of the storyline. Well, in any case, I- I'm watching this, and I'm going, oh, they're probably... These are pre- Maybe these people are in the other movie, and I'm missing something here. Hopefully they'll explain it. Maybe this me. is where the last movie ended. Yeah. Well, this right. is—I mean, this is, Which the equi- is not this, the case. Well, this is the equivalent of watching Empire Strikes Back first. Yeah. Um, you know, this this movie totally assumes that you've seen the first one because why on earth would you watch this without having seen the first one? Um, you know, it's, it's although you can, I think, if you know, well, no, well, well, not all of us at the table can because one of us couldn't. But, I guess so. uh, well, no, but you know. here's the thing: I then stopped Dawn of the Dead. And watched Night of the Living Dead. Like, I stopped Dawn of the Dead 10 minutes in and said, guys, we should watch Night of the Living Dead so we can see what's going on here. And watched it. And that only, that was a story unto itself and had very little to do with this sequence. So it is just confusing. Well, it it is, again, you did it the wrong way. When you watched the first one, and you would have gotten this, but you were already predicated against the opening of this one, um, prejudiced against it. Um, The first one is all about people trapped in a farmhouse. And but out there somewhere, civilization's still happening, and they just have to get back to it. And and their lifeline to civilization in the first movie is the television, which and is the radio. Like, we can yeah. just get to the to these rescue stations, which are set up. This movie starts by saying, "Guess what? The people who are telling people where to go, they didn't have their shit together at all." Yeah, because that's what this movie is about. Is about when we lose the war. The first movie is just about this very isolated incident. It's about you know five people in a bunker in a you know in, in one part of this incident and no sense of the big picture at all other than these brief little media flashes that they're able to get this movie is about how we lose we totally lose so this is really the introduction of the concept of the zombie apocalypse yeah. pretty of, much of yeah that that exactly. kind of force taking down global civilization yeah and people and people not i mean th- this whole movie uh, addresses it over and over and over again but people unable to accept that what they understand yeah. about reality no longer applies. Right. I mean, right. right now what we've got going on is is you know she's just taking the rescue stations, quote unquote, off the air. Uh, the the little you know Chiron saying where the rescue stations are because they're invalid. Yeah. Most of them have been overrun. They don't know if they're yeah. safe, and she's yeah. taking them off because the, they're this, not safe. And the station manager says, but people will stop watching. Yeah, as it, if that's still what's valuable. Exactly. To him. We won't get as if the ratings. Worry about ratings. Will draw. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's standing there saying, you know, get them he's, back. He's on yelling there. at the security guy, and the security guy's like, yeah, like no, fuck this, this is, I'm leaving. No, this is all. So, so you know, right away you're seeing, you know, the, what you're getting is is some character development on this character who we're just meeting, a character of uh, Fran, um, who you know, uh, uh, Galen Ross there. Um, you know that Fran's getting a grip on what this really means earlier than everyone around her. You know, she's she's got a sense of wow, this is this is not just about wow, this is a you know a great breakthrough. This isn't just a for bad our day ratings. work. Yeah, we, this is not yeah. just a you know this is not a flood. This and, is not a fire. And I think uh, opening it this way, you know, number one, um, if you compare this to Night of the Living Dead, and if you were coming in from that perspective, this is a much this is much more of a f- movie 
you're watching yeah. this and you're like, wow, this is a real movie as compared to you know some guy with a camera um, in a farmhouse. Um, and it feels, you know, right around this time, what network was 74, right? I think, 74, yeah. 76. So, um, you know, the idea of a movie taking place inside of a TV station was kind of familiar at the time. So it's almost like, in a way, the, the cinematic language of this is a familiar situation going completely to shit. I mean, it kind of went to shit in network too, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but the ratings <laughs> were great. There was no zombie apocalypse exactly. to worry about. So, yeah, it, the sequence could be, could the sequence be cut tighter? Yeah. But, um, well, no, I think it just but, could be more clear. You know it what? Does, I, it doesn't need to be tighter. I'll, you know what I think would actually help is because basically the sequence is to introduce us to these two characters, and then we have the tenement sequence to introduce us to the other two characters. And the zombies. A, and then the zombies. But to do this the, movie, this to, movie is, this, 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 this scene of the movie isn't even really specifically telling you what the problem is. Right. I right. mean, it's sort of, it's making you wait. He's, he's trying to, well, the, the guy is trying to yell about the zombies. You know, the, yeah. the, the white guy on stage, he's from the government, and yeah. he's setting up the tenement sequence but there's so much chaos going on right now that you don't really, really get really that connection you know what uh, i think would help with to, to, to cut parallel between the two yeah that to, have, to have both storylines going on at the same time it, it, and introducing both characters it could have yeah it's it's I, I think it's kind of interesting that's and, more sophisticated editing than yeah. they yeah. really did at that time whether it's more whether it's successful or not i think the idea that these people are trying to speak about knowledgeably and broadcast information about something that they're not actually experiencing you know that they they're not seeing any zombies they're not they're not involved in that level yet and yeah in fact know. the the host you know the the white guys from the government or whatever and he's saying you know it's martial law turn out your dead and the black guy is basically the host and he's saying we don't believe you we don't trust the government we don't blah 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 mm-hmm. um so it's it's very I, I almost wonder, aside from the rescue stations, I wonder if it's really helping anything almost. Yeah. Now, this this is a, an interesting thing. And the, the thing I, I heard on iTunes U, there was a, a course on zombies in the culture and stuff like that. Um, you know, Sean Hode. Sean Hode, yeah, uh, from the University of Alabama, of all places. <laughs> wow. um, and, uh, but very knowledgeable and very interesting. This guy here, a very interesting comment on, on uh, race and stuff like that because we uh, talked about before, uh, you know um, – we have previously talked about zombies uh, representing kind of the the uh, a new class rising and stuff like that. Th- this uh, this one guy who goes in and starts shooting everyone, um, you know, they 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 know that there are zombies in there. They know that they're hiding zombies. That's why they're going in. But he's more excited about the opportunity to shoot blacks and Puerto Ricans. Sure. Um, been there and that and that's why they ultimately have to take him out because and he's so excited because he's like he can just start blasting which he does and he's like yeah. he's like oh they could have been a zombie i had to shoot him yeah. oh she could have been a zombie i had to rape her you I'm know pretty, it's like I, I can't take that chance pretty you know? sure he was like, turning into a zombie yeah. <laughs> uh, and he also is uh you know that's a that's a deeper level of it but uh and for me watching the first time um he was much more of a of a of an underscoring of the fact that this movie is going to be about how we can't, we're going to lose it. Right. You know, we, we, we're just going to like, some people are just going to snap and go crazy and not think in the big picture and, and do the wrong thing. Right. Because, because people, as we, as you know, as comes up again and again and again, um, in the movie, people, uh, don't, can't wrap their minds around and, and, uh, um, Romero brings it up in kind of all his movies. Um, people can't quite wrap their minds around the fact that, you know, whatever our differences are, we are all more similar than we are to The Walking Dead. Yeah. And if we could wrap our brains around that, we might be okay, but we can't. And if yeah. we can, and it, and the issue is, you know, we have to, humans, you know, here, here comes a scene with the exploding head. Yeah. Which is actually a, a head cast of Galen Ross, strangely enough. Yeah. Um, in blackface. It's obviously just a dummy. And it's, you know, if you freeze frame it, it's, it's as cheesy as it gets. But again, in the theater, full of people in 1978, 
I can't convey to you the noise that we made. <laughs> it was like it was it was uh, it was it was partly like a ah, and it was partly a whoa, uh-huh. like like that just happened in front of my eyes, and that's the first you know first in my life that's yeah. about to happen. And me and I, that was other the people. sound I heard in about Schmidt when Kathy Bates got into the hot tub. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Like, I th- whoa, I think it's a I think it's very effective. I mean, you yeah. say it, it's cheesy, but and it kind of is. But well, it's it is. Still it's, very it's, like, all of, it's all of ten frames long or yeah. whatever it is. But uh, you know, it's great. So. The what the uh, the thing I was getting at was uh, what the hell was I talking about? Um, <laughs> exploding head, Galen Hurd. Exploding head before Galen Hurd. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that the fact that we have to put aside all of the old prejudices and all the old differences and all the old class structures and everything else and just get together and see each other as the live humans are the good guys and the other ones are the bad guys because if we can't pull together using that as our new criteria, we're going to lose. And that's what this movie tells you is that we don't pull together that we that we can't get that through our heads yeah um yeah and and in fact i mean it's even stated early on and we'll get there when they when they're taking off in the helicopter um you know peter's basically saying we're the bad guys yeah like let's just get used to that idea another great touch in the helicopter that uh, i i at the time even at the time i got it was when uh the other guys or the other cops are evacuating to the quote-unquote islands and uh, one of them says, hey, you guys got any cigarettes? And they all go, no, we don't have any cigarettes. And as soon as the cops are gone and they're off in their helicopter, they all light up cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, was an indication of this is why we're not going to make it because we don't stick together when the no. chips are we're down. We're not willing to share. Yeah. It's, it's just sharing. share. That's very, that's very just much. Just to share. Yeah, I mean, it's a very basic the, kindergarten kind of yeah, way. Exactly. <laughs> if you learn to it. share, you can avert the zombie apocalypse or at least survive it. I'm not sure I quite... I don't know. People have this, and maybe it's just from from you know being inculcated with the idea of zombies um, and and understanding them a lot better than people necessarily would have at this time. You know, because there weren't as many zombie movies and stuff. Because the tropes weren't as yeah. established. Yeah. But I'm like, if I was if I was dealing with a zombie, I would have no problem shooting it in the face. I wouldn't be that guy who hesitated, like, oh, it still looks like a person. I'm like, but, I can but see. But what if it's skull. your sister or something? Yeah. Well, that's the big that's, question. That's what, this, that's, 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 that's what these scenes are about. Is yeah. these people are seeing their own family members? Yeah. Here we go. Know, and, they just, and this is again wow. like, whoa! I can't believe that happened and, in front of my eyes. And actually, um, having having seen the extended version, there's a lot of added stuff, but a lot of the gore, like that. That scene with uh, him biting her arm and actually the exploding head are cut out, um, which I don't understand, quite honestly. And it makes less sense when you cut those out. But then we don't see this guy blow himself away. In the extended version, they have they don't have those scenes? No. Really? No. They don't. They, it, you see the, uh, the zombie that gets his head blown off, but then you hear a gunshot and the woman screaming. You see the woman screaming. You don't see the exploding head. Interesting. Which it's is like weird. Chinatown, really. <laughs> Forget it, Jake. It's Zombie Town. It's Zombie Town. It's Zombie Land. Why wasn't Jake here when we did Chinatown? <laughs> we could have stretched that yeah, for we, two hours. We could, yeah. <laughs> I would Jake. have gone to that well so much. <laughs> yeah. You know what happens to nosy fellows? So if we can make a uh, quote. Now th- now here's here's again underscoring the theme. These guys go, Okay, we'll cooperate. Yeah. You know. We're, well, yeah. It, it's easy for them to look at each other and go, We're on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Well we're actually no, they're not. I mean uh, the, that guy just he just dropped one of their fellow SWAT guys. He's not necessarily loyal to yeah. the team. And he's and but but they are actually uh, on separate SWAT teams. They sent yeah. in two separate mm. SWAT teams, yeah. which is and what they He doesn't they about. don't know each other. Yeah. So so they uh, you know, again the idea of these guys go you know, they they spell it out more or less in this scene. They they talk about how th- this is not working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this we got to try something else. We, we're maybe we should this. just run. Yeah. Um. Something something that's uh that's interesting and in, and in, you know nowadays watching movies you don't really necessarily think about is um it was a big it was a much bigger deal in in Night of the Living Dead and, but still in Dawn of the Dead is you've got uh, essentially a black 
hero, a black protagonist. Yeah. You know, the black guy is the guy with his shit in, in the fact, most together. In fact, he does that in Day of the Dead. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, so it's... The black guy is, in all three movies, of Romero's versions, is the guy who, who has it right. Yeah, and we're, and I mean, we're almost used to that now because we've got Denzel Washington and Wesley Snipes Samuel and Will Jackson. Smith and yeah. Sam Jackson and Ving Rhames, and, yeah. you know. And, and the remake, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's not the kind of thing where Morgan you go, a, a black guy is a hero. What? what? You know, nowadays, we don't yeah. even think about it, you but back to, then... You have to a be black an, guy as president? You have yeah. to be an Indian movie to, to get away with that kind of craziness yeah and, and famously yeah. romero claims that at least for night of the living dead that was never a conscious no. decision on his part he's like yeah. that guy just gave the best audition. yeah, yeah. He was the best like, actor not a lot of great actors in pittsburgh you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was really good so there you go yeah and it, they never well not up. a lot of black people in general in pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, philadelphia they got, sure they got about three but uh, yeah. the one of them was really good. Although actor. there are a lot of zombies, so strangely enough, yeah, it's perfect, really. So it did lower a lot of the production costs. So <laughs> to be fair, by the way, uh, Romero did a movie. <laughs> That's why the makeup looks better. This fellow here, Scotty Reiniger, uh, I believe I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Ken Foray is the uh, is the black fellow, and Scotty Reiniger or Reiniger is uh, is the other fellow who I always thought was great. He uh, Scott r- appeared in a uh, in a in one of Romero's later films that he did not long after this called Night Riders, which starred uh, a completely unknown Ed Harris at the time. Wow. Um, and uh, that's a really... Did he look the same then, too? He did. He looked like a very tiny, young-haired, you know, long-haired version, or longer than usual that's uh, that's version of himself. Terrifying. Um, Only beginning a to really, version. A really st- interesting film that uh, that I, uh, I I really enjoyed. I haven't seen it in about 20 years now, but I, I enjoyed it at the time. I'd be curious to see it again now. Very odd movie, but um, not nothing to do with zombies at all. Um, Night Riders with a K. Mm. And here we get- nothing to do with the TV series, yeah. either. We get the first moments where you really have that sense of oh, fuck. the flood, yeah. The, yeah. Over, the overwhelming wall. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these guys are like, you know, it's kind of fam- uh, part and parcel of the trope, at least in, at this era. But these guys are easy one-on-one. It's yeah. just the fact that it's when the, the fact- wall comes at you, then you're screwed. Right. It's the mass. And we, yeah. we, we did just kind of skip over uh, One-Legged Priest gave us pretty much the theme of the movie. Yeah. If yeah. we don't stop killing, we lose the war. Yeah. Because it's like every – Everyone we kill becomes them. Yeah, exactly. You know. Let's go back because everyone we we think of as of them will literally become them yeah, if we're not yeah. careful. Which is uh, just recently I started uh, reading The Walking Dead in preparation for it to come on TV, mm-hmm. and that's actually an interesting idea contained with that that I haven't seen in other zombies uh, uh, stories is the fact that everybody is already infected. Uh-huh. So when you die, regardless of whether you've been bitten oh, or so not, you come okay. back. Uh-huh. Ah. Zombies are always going to come for the blood or the brains, and I mean. But they seem to not die if you cut off their arm or something. So maybe the proper way to deal with them would just be to give them a quadruple amputation and just, all right, <laughs> just torso them, boy. Watch them flop around. Yeah. Well, the, they can still bite you. You've got to watch out for the head. Something which now, now because of our prior conversation about this movie that you, are, I understand, you have started reading, it's sitting right next to me on the couch, is World War Z, which uh, is a great novel. We should plug it tremendously and sell it. You can buy it, in, it in, our, the store. Uh, yeah. you can buy it in our store in the book section. And the Zombie and Survival Guide. The Zombie Survival Guide, also both by Max Brooks, who is the, strangely enough, the son of Mel Brooks. Yep. Um, uh, but uh, World War Z, if you haven't read it, uh, if you're interested in zombies at all, and even if you're not, um, is a great extrapolation of of a, of a world, you know, a world yeah. in which zombies. I'm not happens. into zombies at all, and I'm really digging the book. Yeah, and it it deals with, again, it deals with how different cultures and different societies, and and really becomes how you deal with it. But one of the things they talk about, just relating to what you were saying, is one of the things they discover too late is that standard procedure, like in combat doesn't work on zombies 
Um, everything that the army does to win a war doesn't work against a zombie yeah. because you can't, you know, when you like, you can't an, cut off their supply lines. Yeah, you can't example. cut off the supply lines. You can't scare them. You can't demoralize them. Yeah. And wounding them doesn't make them stop coming. Shock and awe does not work. Yeah, yeah. Sh- you can't shock and awe them. Um, and you can't, you know, you playing can't, Kid Rock really loud doesn't have any yeah, effect. No, nothing. and that will stop anyone. Exactly. So, so the idea of the army, you know, we think we're so all powerful, but the fact that there are so damn many zombies and what you everything you know is wrong about how to fight an enemy. That's why the that's why the zombies keep keep winning. They keep uh, keep coming because we just you know we have to rethink everything because of how they operate. They can't be reasoned with, they can't be bargained with, and they won't stop. They're Terminators, basically, without the metal. Yeah. <laughs> we sort of skipped over this, but we were talking a second ago about... Dorkman was saying, I'd be the guy that shoots him in the face. <laughs> and one of the big things about zombies and the, the, the horror of it is that you don't have control over what you will become, and you don't have control over the people that you love that have already become them. Right. You can't stop the fact that this has happened, and you have to reconcile with the fact that they are dead. That's not them. But, you know, characters will often have a problem shooting their mom in right. the face. Which, which, which plays into, you know, one of the reasons I think zombie, zombies uh, uh, took, took hold um, the way they did. Because zombies haven't been around for a really long time. As a um, concept. As, as a concept. I mean, there's and, not, and, not and, this kind of zombie. And physically. Yeah. It's well, been a while. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, vampires go back, you know, hundreds of years. Yeah. Werewolves go back. But zombies are a 20th century creation basically, um, in, in the popular culture. And uh, and these kinds of zombies, the kinds of zombies we know about, are essentially a Romero creation. You know, the tropes that we know, they yeah. reanimate, they want to eat you, and they, you, they'll make you, you into you one have, of them. You have to destroy the brain to kill it. Yeah, that's that's all Romero's uh, creation, basically, from uh, Night of the Living Dead, and more specifically here. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the one of the things I think keeps people coming back uh to it is this idea of um the of what you know and specifically the people you love becoming something unrecognizable i love the bit with the the lights turning off yeah, yeah. which, which back in them days you had to just like get a bunch of guys yeah. down in the breaker room and give them a cue yeah exactly <laughs> you had to be on the walkie-talkie going yeah. now, now and the now. helicopter's passing the frame and go well, it works really it, well and it's cool how that ties into we've previously established that horror is something you know that is horrifying and terror is something no it's backwards backwards, backwards 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 yeah. terror is something you know that's attacking you and you can't figure out why and it's it's terrifying Horror is, I can't believe this is happening to me or to someone. Yeah. And zombies are a perfect crystallization of what horror is. Zombies are horror, absolutely. Yeah. Because, because it's, my mom wants to eat me. Yeah. Why does she want to, I don't know, it's terrible, I just can't deal it's, with it. It's, it, it's something that looks like something that's familiar to me, but isn't. It's very much, um, you know, we talk about... In, your, mo- your mom trying to kill you is terrifying. Yeah. Your mom being a reanimated corpse trying to eat you is horrifying. Yeah, in, in visual effects, <laughs> I mean, and stuff, we talk about the uncanny valley, and the uncanny valley is when something is so close but not quite right. Yeah. And zombies fall perfectly into the uncanny valley because they're almost – on the um, that um, uh, little conversation on iTunes U about zombies, they talk about with, with your mom. Your mother's – she's not your mother anymore is, is uh, the title of one of the little yeah. episodes that they do. And they talk about, you know, it's um, – you know, you've got your mom – you know, you come home and your mom's baking you cookies and stuff like that, and that's really comforting. And then there's the other version where you come home and it smells—it's close. You know, it it's smells your, like there's yeah. co- you, it smells yeah. like cookies, cookies and it's it's all that, but the cookies are yeah. all over the but floor your and your mom's going. Your mom's uh, eating your dad, and, you know, and, and eating your dad one. because yeah. something went horribly wrong during the baking yeah. of the cookies. And you know, you and it's and like you, that you know. is horror, and, and that's it, the uncanny. And if that happened, you know, you would freeze for for a, yeah. a, a oh, good yeah. long time. If she if she started running at you, you might not shoot her. 
yeah, right just getting your head around like wow. Which, oh yeah, that and the difference between fast and slow is a very important <laughs> yeah, distinction. Yeah, which which, to be made. which when we get to, you know, the Snyder version, you know, Sarah Polly again shows amazing resilience because she catches on real quick mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. her husband, you know, and, and uh, almost too quick to believe, you know, that she she could get behind that. But but uh, you, I think it's the kind of thing where you almost need to, uh, you know, I like the music here. Like something horrible has the just gone on. Like, for just yeah. a random car exploding. Um, these guys, these hey, guys out in this little like the most expensive effect in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Underline these, it. These guys in this little camp here, they seem to have a pretty good handle on everything. They oh, have yeah. a pretty good handle on it, everything, uh, and and they they're are, enjoying it. They yeah, are. Yeah. They are essentially what morphs into what we see later. That you know uh-huh. the people who are just sort of heavily armed and like let's just kill them all when we see them. You know they they as they as supplies. You know right now there's still a there's still infrastructure left in the world right now. Um, but uh, later on, when the, when all infrastructure is gone, it's only these sort of road warriors, you know, who are who are left, who are still surviving. Here's my here, here comes here comes helicopter zombie. Oh yeah, this guy's his, famous with his Frankenstein forehead, which yeah. is uh, a set up a set up for a little something coming up. The blue face paint does really does not work. The blue, yeah. well, the blue face paint. I think it's supposed to be gray, and then it just doesn't yeah, quite work. It photographs until. blue. Yeah. But um, well, my supposition is the fact that it was probably something mainly carried over from Night of the Living Dead, uh-huh. and they just didn't account for the fact that this was going to be in color, right. and probably didn't. But I, but I think one thing that it do color it testers actually it actually um, is a little bit going back to the discussion of like race and stuff like that. If we're looking at kind of the living as the minority now, you know, um, you know, you've got. You've got black zombies and Puerto Rican zombies and and white zombies, but they're all blue. There's actually no difference anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're all one they're all homogenous group. Um, we are the world. Yeah. <laughs> but that we would work the if they zomb- were gray too. It, it, well, it would work if they were gray, and I'm saying I think they wanted it to be gray, yeah. and it just photographed. Yeah. Now here's another here's another taboo sequence coming up. Oh yeah, which is like, wow, where is this movie going to take yeah. me? Because you know, first of all, we just had a head, head exploding, and we had people's you know chunks being bitten out of people's arms in living color. <laughs> um, what what he's about to do now is again kind of like oh yeah I can see a, I can see a major studio greenlighting this scene about what's about to happen and again that's, I would that's, not that's in those days I mean uh, actually I, a movie uh, that is I think is almost the modern day equivalent in terms of the relative sense of brutality um, and shockingness uh, that came out recently is Thirty Days of Night which mm. is amazingly brutal and actually has a similar scene in it but now you know now you can get away with it. You know. I would not like he hits the coffee machine. It's like fuck because it's out of order, yeah, and I then would, it drops. I would not drink. Anything. I wouldn't no. drink out of that. Yeah, who knows what's in there? I want to know why people don't. I would. In fact, in fact, if it were made today, I would expect it to start pouring blood and not coffee. Yeah, That's exactly. What it would do. For, yeah. for some strange, and there'd reason. be a zombie head inside. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, the there'd be a zombie head inside. Now th- this this struggle I don't quite buy because like right here he totally just puts his crotch in the zombie's mouth. Yeah, it's exactly. Like he's a, he's bitten. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a leather coat is important though to have. Yeah. Now now again this this is where you know it's like yeah this move this could have been staged better. You know that what's what's going on here makes sense. The idea that. You know, it's like Flyboy can't handle himself, and one zombie might well take him out. And Fran isn't used to doing anything, but the fact that she's just kind of standing there, just I, watching, and like, I think it's uh, you know that's I think it's more of a performance thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it just could have been directed, acted, staged a little better. Even if her, I love this, I love this. Yeah, but uh, even if all of her concentration, this, this, this moment here where he, you know, he's he's trying to do it, but he's not good at it. Yeah, is is one of the more like better moments. I think you know, he's like, okay, let's just run now. Yeah, it's down. Let's just run. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't seem like she's frozen she just seems like she's, she's waiting like, for her yeah, cue or yeah, something. She just yeah. doesn't, she's standing there but she's not she needed something to do because yeah. it's clear that she wasn't 
actually, even if it was just the fact that all of her attention was focused on the one that was walking towards her, right. that would have been enough. Yeah. He, now, here is another scene where we kind of, you know, and this scene is great because it telegraphs. You're like, you can see where it's going. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. And again, in the in the theater, we're like, I've never seen that before in a yeah. major motion when, picture. When and I the, saw it, I was like, yeah. I can't believe that just wow. fucking happened. And, the, and the, <laughs> this is a huge laugh in, the, in a group when he just, like, looks up at the blade like, yep, yep, that happened. So anyway, so, yeah. He's about to waste two toddlers. Oh, did you see that hand, like, just on the right yeah, side of the frame? flying there? in. Yeah. Going, go, go, go. <laughs> That's awesome. Something to freeze frame. Yeah. So you can't squib kids, though. You have to, like, use... Cut around it. You yeah. flop back on the couch there. That's... Yeah. Let's play zombie. It's curious, though, that they're fast. The little kid zombies uh-huh. are yeah, fast. Yeah, kid zombies are speedy. Well, yeah. well actually, it was, it was interesting, because uh, I finally, in preparation for this, watched... I hadn't seen Night of the Living Dead or Day of the Dead, so I watched both just to kind of have a whole sense of... Uh, and in Night of the Living Dead, they're not necessarily that slow. Oh, really? Like, they're, no. they're, they're not... They walk. They, they walk. I mean, I mean the, the first one that you see runs. He run, I mean, he's stumbling. Yeah. He's not, yeah. he's not coordinated. Yeah, but he's yeah. running. Um, and the thing is, I, I mean, you know, it's become a thing where they're rotting, so they're slow, like especially in this one. Um, but, uh, but early on, it was like they're just walking because they kind of just got nowhere to be, you know, <laughs> is yeah. what it was. And sometimes they can run. Yeah, they see the first zombie they see in the first movie looks like a guy walking around yeah. until, they, until they see him up close. Right. So here, here's, a, I mean, talking about the blue makeup, it's like that guy obviously had a better a better makeup job because there are featured zombies and then there are, you know, because they quick, knew he was going to get a close yeah, kind of quick zombies. Well, yeah, but helicopter, guy, zo- helicopter zombie was a featured zombie as well. Um, the guy that Flyboy was just fighting, you could see the makeup trailing off on yeah. his neck and he was full frame. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a low budget movie and it's not particularly well made all the time. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all it is. You know, it's, just, yeah. it's like, yeah, let's put blue paint on him. Get to set We we have this helicopter. We have this helicopter for two more hours. Let's roll. Let's shoot this. So we uh, did we look up uh, what was the budget on this bad boy? I think it was like six million. No, no, no it was, no, it was no, like no. six hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Wait, this one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, then Day of the Dead was the biggest one. Yeah, Day of the Dead was okay. had, a, had a budget, but because uh, they they destroyed a whole city, at right. least made it look like a whole city, and which is great, but uh, um, or a city block, which yeah. still is <laughs> tremendous, but it had a fantastic location in Day of the Dead. But um, yeah, this is this is a low budget movie. In Pittsburgh in 1978, so you mm-hmm. can get amazing amounts of stuff, and they do. This is a pretty epic movie for a, for an indie film um, of its time. But uh, but yeah, you know, in the end, it's a low budget movie. Even in, even at the time, it's a low budget movie for what they were doing. Wow, I nailed it. Budget, budget six hundred fifty thousand. Nice. They're they're uh, they're telegraphing the theme again. Again, it's you know ham fisted and stuff. But this he's saying a, he's saying guys? you know well not just we're bad guys. The the bit with because um, because you know Flyboy wasn't thinking and and almost shot. You know Peter here, um, and uh, you know he's saying you know we. Uh, he says something about you know we we might not survive, we might not be able to make it, and, and uh, uh, what's it, Roger here? He's like, look, as long as we stay stay ahead of those things, stay away from those things, keep moving, we'll be fine. And he says it wasn't one of those things that nearly blew me away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, even, because people are the real enemy. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it, even, even within people the, are the real monsters. Even within this group, there's trouble. You know, yeah. there's there's potential conflict, and and the trouble, you know, when they ultimately do fail. Spoiler, um, <laughs> it's because of internal, not external. Yeah, it's like factors. It's like that uh, Jean Paul Sartre quote. You know, hell is other people. Yeah. Zombie apocalypse is other people. <laughs> yeah, it literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know which ones which ones so, worse. Sartre know? doing a zombie <laughs> story. <laughs> there's, but um. Uh, th- it's interesting uh, again. A, a product of the time. WGON has the worst TV logo of all time. <laughs> a, a product of the time, you know. To, I love that he's just standing. He's like, "What? Fucking yeah, that's right. Blades? I'm, I'm nine feet tall, and I'm not scared I don't of give the a blades. shit." Um, 
you know, as they're as they're as they're flying up to this, they the the first thing that you hear what Roger says is like, "What is that?" Like, <laughs> malls yeah. were relatively new at the time, you know. Um, compared to now, we're like, oh, and it looks like a fortress. And in fact, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of visual um, similarities to a prison. Yeah, it's very like a prison, and and of course that's the theme. It becomes their prison after a while. Which in The Walking Dead is they at one point in the story they come across an actual prison, uh-huh. which I had oh. never considered before. But like that's actually yeah a really great yeah, place. That's to, a good place. I think that might be in the zombie survival guide. They mention yeah. it too. Mm. It's like prison would be you know we'll keep. Well, I, I want to just go to a skyscraper and then block off the elevator and stairs. It's like, all right, second floor, you're you're that's, fine. That's, that's more, that's more or less Land of the Dead. Yeah, uh, Land of the Dead also part of a uh, twenty eight twenty eight days, I think, or twenty eight weeks. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. It's weeks, an apartment building. Twenty eight yeah, days. Twenty eight. Twenty eight days. Yeah. They they have one apartment building. The one. Yeah. The, you know, Brendan. Brendan. Uh, Brendan, what, Brendan, not Brendan Fraser, Brendan uh, whoever. Gleason. 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 Yeah. And his daughter have uh, barricaded. Although themselves. they leave there. Mad uh, Moody, right? Yes, twenty-eight weeks uh, is a kind of a military complex. Yeah, more of a, yeah, where they're where they're trying to repopulate. Uh, yeah, Britain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is um, kind of what Day of the Dead is also about too. Day of the Dead takes place in a one of the last strongholds, yeah. a military complex, because they're the last holdouts. You know, what's interesting is that apparently all of the stores in this mall, or like you know, a bunch of them are yeah, use our name. Yeah, back in the day, they were like, "What? Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah, we, but it wasn't, we sure. Hey, can we use your thing in our movie? Yeah, whatever." It's yeah, like when it doesn't, it didn't really matter back then. Yeah, well, at least people hadn't wised up. But now, but now in uh, they, you know, in Dawn of the Dead, they you won't see a Starbucks or anything you recognize yeah, in yeah. that mall. There is a, I understand. I have never seen it on screen, but it'd be I funny if Hot Topic a, allowed their name. Yeah, to yeah. Movie, that there's a that there's a Galen Ross uh, uh, fashion boutique in the remake, ah. which is a little uh, homage to uh, to the lead actress of this one. I'm surprised none of the uh, Ken Foray does a cameo in, in in Snyder's remake. I don't think any of the other actors um, do anything, but. Uh, because Galen Ross only, to my knowledge, only ever did this and Creepshow, which was another Romero film. That was his collaboration with Stephen King. Um, she has a small part in Creepshow that's, uh, that's fun. She's barely in it. It's a very small part. Romero, like Cronenberg, has one of those all-time great horror names. Romero. Romero just works. It on, does. On a phonetic level. I don't know why. It just sounds scary. Or at least important. I don't know. Brian, is this movie working for you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, now we're finally at the point where the movie is actually yeah, it starting. Us, it took us thirty minutes. I mean, to well, get yeah, it's it's called it's called the beginning of Act Two. Uh, yes, uh, so thirty minutes is about right. So we've we've introduced our characters and we've introduced the world, and now it's time for to start the story. Now it's time for the real the the change to begin. So, hmm. so the movie's the movie's more or less on track. Yeah. I still, but, I, but again, there's watching that old it the first time. Advice, cut I, out first. Yeah, I was going to say my, when I was watching it the first time, I was thinking, all right, cut act one, cut act one. But again, we have to remember that's coming from the point of view of we know all these zombie tropes. Yeah, the, and, well, and no, actually, no, and I, as, no, as, as, more, as was, I pointed out, they did cut act one. They made a whole movie called Act One. That was that was Night of the Living Dead. That was Act One. This starts right in the middle of the action. Mm. It's like they don't start with hey. I, Apparently, the dead are coming back to life. They start with the dead have been coming back to life, and we're already in the thick of dealing with it. And so if they're, they're going to do that, they might as well start at the mall. Is my thing. Well, but then, then I don't. Then you wouldn't have the right setup. Then you would. You don't. Who are these characters, and and what are we doing at the mall? I mean, even even uh, your beloved Zack Snyder didn't start at the mall. But he got to the mall in ten minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's because 30, 30 minutes is a long <laughs> that's time because it's 2009 and you kids have no attention span anymore. <laughs> but also, but also because, you know, we have the benefit of yeah. an extra. We know ex- we get it. We know zombies. Yeah, yeah. An extra 30 years of understanding how zombies work. This is this is um, in a sense, um, you know, this is like hard sci fi where it yeah. examines the actual 
mechanics of this is what yeah. this is these this, this, is this the movie wrote that, that book people, this movie yeah. wrote that book that you now know even though you never saw this movie yeah but the um the the other thing is uh and one of the first responses to this movie actually was return of the living dead which is not a romero film it's a it's a comedic take on 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 this on this whole setup which is in which they constantly reference what the movie t- teaches you right um, in which you know they talk about how do you you know these these people are dealing with zombies and they keep referencing what the zombie movies have told them this is going to be like and uh, and so one of the things they do and if you haven't seen Return of the Living Dead uh, it's a very fun eighties movie uh, with some very funny stuff in it um, and uh, very dark sensibility to it as well but they they go they just go well you destroy the brain you destroy the zombie doesn't work in Return <laughs> of the Living Dead and they're so pissed off that the movie lied to them <laughs> they're like the movie lied. So so now they now they have no idea. We have no idea what we're but, doing now. But that's also that's where uh, brains. That's where that came from. That's from right? yeah, yeah. that's from Return of the Living Dead. Is where they specifically want brains. Yeah. Um, Which the, in fact the, you know go ahead. The uh, this movie these movies they just want your flesh. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Living Dead started the trope of they want your brains specifically. Yeah. And in fact Romero's Romero zombies have a, and it's it becomes. Sp- particularly clear in in day of the dead and land of the dead um they have brain function there's something yeah. there and they can be you know there's bub and day of the dead and then uh, big daddy and land of the dead um who they can they can start thinking again they can be trained and almost domesticated in a sense you know um and uh whereas you know because there's something still in the brain so it's like if you eat the brain that doesn't make any much sense at all like because the brain is what powers the zombie. You can't make a new zombie if it eats your brains, you know? Um, Which is funny. Yeah, they're self-defeating. They're, they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not helping their own numbers that way. Yeah. I read a – I had to do script coverage for – I did script coverage for this producer, and he gave me one that was a zombie film where the, the main character was completely genre-savvy, knew uh-huh. everything about – and so it was about him leading these – and had anything in that script – Happened like what Trey just said, where it's like something. Here's the zombie trope, and where they're wrong. He, here's how it's wrong, and you know a complication like that. Shit, could have been good. Uh-huh. Nothing like that in that script whatsoever. Uh-huh. One of the worst. <laughs> Everything pieces was right. of shit I have ever read in my entire life. Have so, you tried Hare Krishna? <laughs> it won't make you a zombie, I promise. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that uh, again this movie underscores a little bit is is you know Galen Ross's character. Is the one who, who represents it the most when when you know she's this idea of you you know you can't think of them as people but she'll see you know she'll see like the nun and she'll get caught up in who that person used to be right you know, like there's a nun there's a nurse there's a kid with a baseball glove you know and the zombies like, have little strands of behavior left in them like the guy grabbing the change in the fountain yeah. Yeah. for no reason and that's the again that varies it's just like money that varies oh, from movie to movie the, the yeah. Snyder the he Snyder. doesn't understand why he's doing yeah. it but he just feels compelled to fucking yeah. collect coins and, as they'll <laughs> say more explicitly later on they come here. Because they remember it. I yeah. think this is the, I think this is a little moment that I thought was really fun, where they they're, they're you know okay. And he says bag it or go for it, and uh, and uh, Scotty says I need lighter fluid, <laughs> and they're like okay, that's a good enough reason. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think I think this is the moment when the, yeah bag it or go for it. And he goes, what do you think? I need lighter fluid. Eh, let's go. And so then they that's all they need. They're moving out. Dorkman, talk a little bit about why they go after brains because that's that's dealt with in Return of the Living Dead, isn't it? That it's like pain medicine. It like relieves That's, their in Return of the Living state. Dead. It says, "Yeah, they, they're, they're much more conscious in Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. They're actually still they can talk. They under they, they're still sentient in Return of the Living Dead, and they just have an uncontrollable desire for brain. There's actually there's actually a um a graphic novel that I read um called uh, Dead Eyes Open, um which is independent. I I don't think most people will have heard of it. Although if if it's 
better known than I think it is, then awesome because it's great. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I, I found it at Comic Con. It was one of the most unique takes I've seen on zombies because people people are coming back from the dead and they're n- they're totally conscious. They they are completely sentient. They they hmm. they are not compelled to eat. You know. Eat brains flesh or, or brains flesh, or anything yeah. like that, and it's the kind of thing. It's just a, an exploration of you know. It's it's obviously um, very racially, t- you know, the the uh, the allegory and stuff like that. And there's this whole thing about how society tries to deal with them. It's like, well, you know, property rights are supposed to expire when you die, <laughs> but if you come back, then how does that work? Do you still own? The is there, is the, it now? That would be an argument for the repeal of the estate tax. Right. That I could get yeah. behind. Does, the, does that, the does the next of kin apply anymore? What yeah. if they don't? You know, and there, there's this whole. Uh, uh, examination of, uh, of bringing, you know, what happens to society and the rules. It's very much the same as this one. Yeah. When the dead start coming back, but they don't want to eat you. They're right. just they're people, or are they people, or how does it count? You know, it's very interesting. Along those lines, have you seen American Zombie? No, the, oh. it's, it's a it's a mockumentary about these recently deceased people that are living in L.A. No, I haven't seen that one. one I point, want to now, though. It's, it's, now no, that you mentioned it's it. on Netflix. <laughs> I'm, like, it was, it was, I'm sold. <laughs> it was on Netflix streaming uh, a while ago. It might still be there, but it's 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 well done. It's interesting, and it sort of like profiles these four different zombies uh-huh. that are just going about their lives. That's and, fantastic. And, and it sort of comes to a point where at one point the guy that's documenting them isn't allowed to come with them to this yearly zombie convention. Uh-huh. What's going on there? And that's sort of what the movie uh-huh. is. It's, it's cool stuff. The secret but, zombie. But uh, I, I like I like it the, when they're trying to like shove the zombies back. One gets in, and Roger's just like, "All right, fine, fucking <laughs> yeah, get in here." Then, like, he's just dealing with it. And he's it's like, a, "It's a nicely." Well, because it's like one we can deal with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 50, it's problem. a nicely staged sequence. Again, the, you know, it's 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 again they're slow, and we've got guns, and how much trouble can we get into? It's like you can get into trouble. I you would know? probably like, have knocked that thing's face off. Yeah. Now, okay. No, I just, yeah. If if this were if this situation we were all here and we we're going to set up for the long haul, the very first thing I would do was be to knock down every single mannequin in that <laughs> yeah. place. You're just asking for bad paint news. Paint them day glow orange. Like he's he's okay. He's yeah. he's a mannequin. I painted him the other day. He's fine. Hell, now, set hell, set them up at well, you know the at the exit that you're not going to use, and let them try to draw in zombies if that'll even yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. You think do exactly. use just, them somehow? Just there, you know, I think there is a, a zombie. You can have you have one awkward afternoon where everyone kind of rubs up against the mannequins yeah. to get your smell on it or yeah. whatever, and then put it somewhere else. So I, that the I think there's gonna... a scene where there's a zombie dragging a mannequin around, and somewhere in this in this movie, I think it's in this movie where he's like he's like dragging one around, but he's not or whether they try to eat one or not. I don't remember if that happens in this movie or not. Now one of the one of the things that uh, even at the time, you know, once I when I was reading more about this movie back in the day and, and what I ended up writing my paper about was uh, we haven't touched on it yet is that Romero specifically said what what his what his trilogy is about or what his now at the time trilogy quadrilogy quintology however <laughs> many he's made he's made like I guess five by now five yeah um, five official ones yeah. yeah although the later ones maybe not so successful Land of the Dead's okay but, uh, Land, but of the, Land of the Dead fave. Land of the Dead is is you know, it's it's another one of those things where it's like it's not a great movie, but once you kind of think about what he's trying to say, it's like okay, yeah. you did, and an he had okay more, and he had that. more budget. I'm just glad he had more budget. Yeah, you know, and there's there's some there's some fun ideas in it, but and and Diary of the Dead I have not seen, but uh, but the you know his his original intent with this movie anyway, he's he's his stated his stated point was that his movies are about what happens when an existing society is overthrown by another society with different values. And and that's what he said he made these movies about. Um, not so much in the original Night of the Living Dead. That was just more, let's make the most horrifying, scary story we can make. But this movie is where he really started to bring out this theme. And, and, and Day of the Dead, 
all the more so. Um, is Day of the Dead the one where they learn how to talk and like coordinate? One does. No, that's Land of that's the Dead. That's Land, Land of the Dead. Dead. But Day of the Dead starts that. Day okay. of the Dead. It has a, a brain gremlin. There's a. There's Pretty a. Much, yeah. Basically, yeah. There's there's yeah. a a mad scientist who's been doing experiments and learning to domesticate them, and he even manages to domesticate one that he yeah. calls Bub to the point where it can kind of talk. To the point where it can kind of talk, which is what he was saying. The hello, Aunt Alicia, because yeah. he gives him a phone, yeah. and the and the zombie picks picks it up. And kind and, of remembers and, what to do with it. And the scientist is like, say hello, it's your Aunt Alicia. And he kind of goes, <laughs> Aunt Alicia. So, and he's demonstrating to these other guys. a great scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Where he's demonstrating to these other guys, look look at this progress we've made. And everyone's just horrified. Like, that's progress? How <laughs> but is that helping but us? But it's interesting because this, this, uh, this zombie called Bub has like a chain around its neck. And it finally figures out how to get. Get, get away, right? He gets yeah. well. He doesn't get the chain off himself, but he gets it off the wall. Yeah, and he like wanders wanders out, and his uh, you know everything's already gone to shit with the humans. So like the you know the his scientist buddy is dead, but he's not he's not out to like uh, yeah. uh, he's not out to eat anyone. He's going to find the scientist to be like, hey, fucking look what I did. You yeah. know, he's not he's just amused by it yeah. more than anything else. It's, it's really it's interesting. Uh, it it brings it brings that something that that sort of you see in this movie just because it kind of is, and I don't know if they gave that much thought to it, but some, some zombies seem to be a little higher functioning than others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's day of the dead goes into that too. It's like, they can't all, they're not all this way, right? But some of them, some of them still have higher brain function. They still have a little bit more function to them. Yeah. Did you guys see Fido? I did. Yes. And Fido, yeah. Fido, I think comes, uh, de- was definitely inspired by bub and day of oh, the dead. Oh, absolutely. Very much. Fido is also on Netflix all the time. Fido is Fido is a really interesting movie. They talk about having a heavy-handed message. My God, <laughs> but uh, but a know, lot of fun. A you fun know, movie, stylized and very. I've only very seen amusing. the beginning of Fido, but I enjoyed just that idea very much. Like it's yeah. okay. It's yeah. the '50s and it's very stylized and it's it's almost like Pleasantville. Yeah, it is. It's it Pleasantville is with much. zombies. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's it's got a little Day of the Dead. It's got a little post Shaun of the Dead where yeah. they had they had uh, you now know domesticated them a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of, of all of all people to cast Billy Connolly, yeah, you know, it's like I, I Billy Connolly shows up in a movie and I'm interested. Yeah, it's, what's funny that got what's, me to watch. What's the weird though is, of course, he doesn't look like Billy Connolly, Connolly, Connolly and he doesn't get to talk like Billy yeah. Connolly. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of like it could have been anyone, kinda. But uh, but it's fun if you, as I recall. Um, I may be confusing this with the Moondog Saints, but um, <laughs> like if you watch like the behind the scenes stuff, it's so clearly Billy Connolly in like the makeup. And I would everything. love to see it's him just, like yeah. cut loose and turn into Billy yeah. Connolly <laughs> in that makeup. <laughs> ah, fuck off! Yeah, but uh, so we um um uh mwah, mwah. While, while we're waiting for something really to happen stinger. other than yeah. fucking uh, Flyboy being well, an idiot. A lot of this mo- this movie was low budget, uh, solo budget that I believe that. Some of it, if any of it, um, not all the music is composed. A lot of it is library music. Yeah, um, which Dario Argento. Did there's no the music, music in libraries. Which they, <laughs> which they very cleverly kind of get away with by yeah. making it the uh, the uh, music in the mall. Yeah. So speaking on an unrelated note, but kind of similar to that, do you know for a long time who uh, primarily purchased Richard Cheese albums? Department stores. Richard Cheese is the lounge singer. He does covers of pop songs. Okay. He did like, in fact, he shows up in Dawn of the Dead 2004. He does uh, oh, the Disturbed song. Okay. I was sitting here. Yeah. I was down like, down with the sickness. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> For a long time, people, the, the, the majority of those that bought him were uh, stores that wanted to sound contemporary but still smooth. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's funny because they would beep out all the – because he does nothing but like filthy songs at half the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's like <laughs> – Yeah. It was shocking to me. It was shocking to me that that song – 
had a different version because yeah. I only I only knew that song from from Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> and then like oh, there's a different version. Then you heard of that the song? real version. Oh, there's a really yeah. terrible. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think it's also is in the movie. I just yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't no, recognize it, it, that that was the same song. He uses it perfectly as in the montage, but it's the credit song. The original is the credit song. Yeah. The end credits, right? Yeah, yeah. Trey, with the, with the, the awesome the type effects. Trey, yes. Tell us your zombie story. Oh, is it time for the from zombie Jurassic story? Park? I think so. <laughs> yes. Jurassic. I referenced in uh, oh, what we had with the red herring earlier. We have. Yeah, the yeah. actual scare now. Yeah. The mannequin. Although the, the, this the, guy should have zombie had again. That guy was lying in wait. Yeah, yeah. that guy I'm, was you know very. Uh, he a, had basically had set a trap. He's a smart. And zombie. why hasn't the zombie bitten him about twenty different times now? Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's yeah, a little it's, convenient it's when stage, zombies it's decide a staging to bite issue you. again. Yeah. Staging issue. It's like yeah, I, I, no the zombie could have totally bitten. It's just not a screwdriver. It's just a setup for another great Tom Savini effect. Blort and hid the eyes moving around. What? Yeah. Hey. Suddenly, I can't hear that well. Yeah. Um, I, I, okay, so in our Jurassic Park commentary, for whatever reason, in whatever context, <laughs> um, I don't remember how that came up, but apparently I made a reference to a friend's um, zombie sort of story, and I said I would tell it someday when we did a zombie movie. So, okay, uh, here we go. <clears throat> uh, and we were talking about, um, it's, it's kind of keys into the idea of, of how you react when something you can't fathom happens in real life. It kind of speaks to that. Uh, my friend Ron, one of my best friends in high school, and this happened back in the day, and Ron was the guy who originally turned me on to The Night of the Living Dead as, as a movie. He said, you have to see this movie. Um, and I did, and it was you know this amazing thing. So he was very much aware of Night of the Living Dead. Um, and he was a camp counselor, a summer camp counselor. And the summer camp counselors, uh, it was, uh, I guess the way it worked is that the camp- campers would mostly stay there the whole week, but often many of them would go home on the weekends, um, and they wouldn't be here on the weekend. And so Friday night was when the camp counselors would um, go to the boathouse at the camp and smoke dope and drink and uh, have a big party. And then that sounds so fun. And sleep in and sleep in on 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 Saturday morning. So so one night they they had their regular Friday night boathouse party, and the next morning they're kind of all uh, you know dawn's breaking and they're all like uh, laying around in the boathouse, you know, half out of their minds and. Um, they hear like somebody hears a sound outside and gets up and goes to the window of the boathouse and uh, and and uh, stares and stares and stares out the window of the boathouse and uh, then finally says, have any of you guys ever seen Night of the Living Dead? And one guy goes, yeah, I, yeah, why? Come here. And the other guy goes to the window and they're both standing at the window and Ron's watching this and says the guy just like turns white, just like, <gasps> and the guy goes, Oh, it's real. <laughs> and and Ron goes and goes to the window and everyone's like, "What?" And everyone goes to the window and the 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 view out the window was out this, you know, the playing field of the of the of the camp. And there's however many um people, human figures out there kind of shuffling and staggering around and kind of twirling in circles and 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 with these kind of slack expressions and everyone's like, oh, and, and the you know, Ron said, yeah, there was a moment of, uh, oh, wow, this is, oh, my gosh. And, and being, you know, stoned and hung over didn't, didn't help, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> anyway, the sad, uh, the sad uh, politically incorrect punchline is that for the weekend, the camp had been um, hired out by a, a group of special 
children uh, <laughs> who had just been released onto the playing field, uh, who were just kind of doing whatever they're doing on the playing field. And uh, so anyway, so if you, you know, if, if you want to simulate what a zombie apocalypse <laughs> looks like, there actually are ways. Uh, Get a bunch that, of mentally challenged in, kids in, to in real around. life that that can I was, be I was talking about before we recorded, I was looking up the trivia on IMDb and I accidentally mistyped and I looked up Dawn of the Deaf. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, it'd be very similar, really. <laughs> and I, I was talking about how, well, you know, Helen Keller was deaf and blind, yeah, exactly. so she'd have her arms out reaching around. How could, how could you tell she's not a zombie? Yeah. She's just walking around with her arms out like, no, Meanwhile, no. Meanwhile, I was busy respecting people of all different types. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Keller is a hero. You know, <laughs> I was not a part of this. Dude, you, you know, there's a, Helen Keller. There's a book. There's a book called Truly Tasteless Jokes that has an entire chapter of Helen Keller jokes. Oh, oh yeah. And it also has an entire chapter of dead baby jokes, of which course. we can get to in, two, in the 2004 <laughs> Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> That'd be the time to tell those <laughs> So jokes. stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> be awesome. We'll see you next week here on Down in Front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole festival of dead babies. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. How many dead babies does it take to paint the side of a barn? Depends on how hard you throw them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and more. And more. <laughs> now, now this, she's, she's actually thinking. Yeah. She's thinking now, yeah. so it's good. The lead, not, not very well, but yeah, she's... But, the lead guy looks about like the a same mix level of, as the Hare Krishna. Um, yeah, the yeah. lead guy looks like a mix of Steve Carell and Hugh Laurie. Yeah, yeah. He's got kind of the their love I, child. I was going to say the bug eyes thing, but then I wanted to say sorry about the bug eyes thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you ever do that where you where, before you say it, you want to make the reference, but you have to say it first, yeah. and then you yeah. say it real fast, yeah. and no one else does it first, and then you trip yourself up in the process. Yeah. Yeah. And then and so then, your delivery is all mangled, yeah. and then everyone just looks at you. That's every day. Now you gotta, lady, you gotta wedge it. You gotta get yeah. the boxes in the corner there. Yeah. And it's one Hari Krishna guy. You know, it's like, of all things, a Hari Krishna guy. Trey, in your experience in the seventies, uh, was there a lot of hallways that were painted brown? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now here they're just brown doors. It reminds, okay. reminds so, me. Reminds me of my reason. school. It reminds me of my yeah. school at the time. My I'm, re- I'm reminded of Ocean's Eleven. They say taupe is very soothing. <laughs> it totally is, and so are road flares. No, yeah. Where Have you tried she, Hare Krishna? Where did she get the idea to be like, I'm okay, road flare. Hey, how about that? Uh, 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 but again, that's it must thinking. Be, yeah, it must be just like, what do I have? Yeah. I have the bag with road flare. Exactly. All so, right. you know, she doesn't well, have anything else I can like poke him in the eyes with the road yeah. flare. Whatever your monster movie is, flares help. We just watched Jurassic Park and it was the same thing there. Yeah, yeah. Flares, yeah. flares, always good. Flares she, are important. I don't know if she knows that because it's established in Night of the Living Dead and the Romero zombies don't like fire. Basically, right? Yeah. They're afraid of her. Um, so uh, you know, which, I don't, comes, which I, comes up here. So that yeah, I don't know if she, I don't know if she knows that or not, or if she's just like, I don't know. I guess if you, in a lot of ways, it's like you know, people are like, oh, you know, a zombie, you know, shoot its brain out, that'll stop it. I'm like, just about yeah. anything, shoot its brain out, and that'll stop <laughs> yeah, it. Like that's the way to go. So I wonder if not her sharks, thing, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder if her thing is just like, well. I'd be kind of freaked out if someone stuck a flare in my face. Yeah. So I'm well, just going to... Again, I think she, she's like, what do I have? Yeah. Well, she's gonna, she's, oh, all right. She's going to bring up a point, a very valid point later. Yeah. Is, is, is She goes, don't, don't you guys leave me without a gun anymore? Yeah. Because they... Yeah, she's a girl. She doesn't need a gun. Yeah. So you know, right. like, she doesn't have anything. She's now, like, you know, she, she could have gone on him with nail clippers. That might have been yeah. what she had. There was a thing. I don't remember the extent of it or the details, but there was a thing that the two guys that worked on Night of Living Dead together had slightly differing ideas of what the zombies could do. And that some of them weren't Romero's ideas, and he did not continue well, yeah, those that's, tropes. That's the the brains thing comes from the other guy whose name I'm totally blanking, but you guys, I don't know, off the know. top of my head. Because there were a bunch of people in Return of the, who went on to Return of the Living Dead that yeah. were involved in. It wasn't just one guy. Computer, oh, okay. who so. else worked on that? <laughs> <Living Dead? laughs> 
Hello, computer. Dan O'Bannon. Yeah, Dan I was. O'Bannon. I wanted yeah. to say O'Bannon, you, but I wasn't sure if it was him because he wasn't the only. Well, guy. no, Dan O'Bannon did Return of the Living Dead. He had nothing yeah. to do with Night of the Living. He didn't. Dead, though, no. Okay. So there. Dan O'Bannon. Damn you, computer. Of course, we all know who Dan O'Bannon is, right? Yeah. Get right, class? Okay. Alien? Yeah. Space yeah. Beast. Yeah. To be precise. To- to- total Recall, <laughs> Alien, a um, few other things. I'm very um, proud yeah. that I knew that. Oh. Yeah. Now, Dan O'Bannon did uh, did uh, Return of the Living Dead, which was a jokey take on it, but he was not originally affiliated right. with it. I want Romero. Shatner to walk through here with his, with his fleet garb on, just go, anyone hungry? I mean, it's got that <laughs> same look to it. What like, movie is that wait, in? T.J. Hooker Shatner? Or no, isn't there a Star Trek movie Hatter. where they're all sitting in like a room with boxes and then someone dies and then he's like, anyone hungry? And he's like, how can you Eating walk through the like Oh, that's Caviar and cheese. Rathacon. yeah. Okay. Well, I thought I, I, didn't have, I didn't know the Star Trek name movie and I would have gone with that first they, if I knew it. They could walk into the, the mall proper and go, you know, we did this in a day. Well, The Matrix <laughs> was built in a day. <laughs> can I cook or can I cook? Hey, The, the Matrix the franchises grew at a substantially accelerated rate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a pretty sweet radio. Pretty boss. <laughs> yes, pretty boss. Right, Trey? <laughs> totally. So so here that, that's how you spoke then, right? That's yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> not, the words you said. Did you an, say cool back then? <laughs> we said cool, uh, non ironically. Um we but in Maryland we didn't say boss. Um uh, we weren't into that. And we didn't say bitchin' and we didn't say uh wicked. That's that's Boston. Um I didn't say as I, as I, I think I said in some other commentary. It's like I, I we didn't say dude either. And when I came out to California, I was amused endlessly amused by people who said dude. And so I would say dude ironically. I'm like that's right, dude. And then at some point it became non-ironic. That's what happens. That's always what happens. That's what <laughs> that's happens. Happened to me. That's yeah. what happens yeah. to me with slang all the time. I'll be like everyone's yeah. saying it, so I'll say it to be yeah. like ironic. Word. And I just end up saying it. That's how my bad took on with me. Yeah. You know what that started, is? Huh? That's a word zombie. Yeah. yeah. It's a meme. It's a virus. Brain virus. The one that I could never get into was all the kids in my high school would say, man, that's trifling. What? Trifling? Could never do it. Could never do it. Because I know what trifling means, and it's not really close. Yeah, <laughs> that's not trifling at all. That's not what it... That did. Man, that shit is trifling. Like... And they it. meant trifling as in not Bad. trifling? Yeah, exactly. I've, I've heard people say uh, true in the sense of right on. They're like, oh, true. I'm yeah. like, I can't stand that. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to do that. No, I'm sorry. True. Well, you know. I, I had a, I had a, I had my roommate freshman year of college was from California, and he loved Hella. Uh, Hella. That, that endlessly Hella's amused big. me. <laughs> and, and the fact that we've... And we should really stop trying to make fetch a thing. Yeah, <laughs> we've pretty much universally grasped that bad means good. Yeah. That is bad. That that's really a coup for I love, whoever comes. Yeah, up. whoever whoever wrote that one. I hope they get a making penny. making fetch happen is my go to phrase. As as like it's its own fetch <laughs> happening because that's my that's my go to phrase for getting a meme to catch on is making fetch happen. <laughs> that's so, not a bad so, idea. I'm sorry. How do you, uh, how does fetch work? It's, start. You can start now. Explain. It's it from me. it's from a, it's a reference to Mean Girls. Actually, oh, there okay. Was a, there sure. was a uh, one movie. of the one of the girls in the. I know. I love that movie. Uh, one of the girls oh, in the Tina in the Fey. popular clique. Um, that wasn't you know Rachel McAdams. She she was uh, she kept going. That is so fetch because she was trying to get it to catch on. She was trying to. <laughs> oh, that's she was, okay. She okay. was trying to make it work so that she could have something that she could claim. I she think started, it was Amanda Seyfried. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, and then finally you know when uh, Rachel McAdams start being started being a bitch, she finally turns to her and goes, "Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen." <laughs> 
<laughs> let's uh, just just to just to segue again to another movie besides the one we're watching. Um, that's what was one of the, my favorite little jokes in Josie and the Pussycats was the underrated they, movie when they oh Josie and the Pussycats go watch it right now. <laughs> Stop watching this. Stop listening to us. Go watch <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. Awesome film. Awesome film. Um, the fact that there's a place where slang is literally invented um, and, and then marketed, and they're trying to come up with slang, and they come up with the phrase jerkin. That's totally jerkin. <laughs> and and then someone goes, I like it. It sounds dirty. And, then, and then like 90 minutes later in the movie, ha- you hear people say it using the phrase. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's totally jerkin. Brian likes to tell this story that happened to me. We were, I was working on a set. There's the mannequin. There's a, yeah. yeah, there you go. I was working on a set um, at night, and they were striking, which is when you take down the set at the end of the day. And it's like three in the morning and they're taking everything down. And I had over the course of a few days, even though I had like probably the least amount of experience, I caught on really quickly and was able to move in, a, in an authoritative way. And people were like, because everything on a film set has its own specific lingo. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like I need some C-47s. They're striking for C-47s. like three different things. Yeah. Yeah. C-47s are clothes pins, but you don't know that unless someone explains it to you and yeah. shit like that. Right. And people don't want to seem like they don't know. And I sort of was playing with that the entire weekend because I was getting to the, more and more people were asking me like, where should I put this? Oh, that goes over here. That goes over here. Put those in the, the little case at the bottom of the truck. That's where the sandbags go. Shit like that. And over the course of the weekend, I started playing with it. And the last night, I, I just took a leap of faith and tried to make this happen. And it totally did. <laughs> they were taking down the lights. And they were like, should we take down this one? And I said, no, leave that. It's a lighthouse. And just kept walking. Because <laughs> yeah, when you're taking down <laughs> lights at night, you leave one up, which is called a work light, uh-huh. so you can see or, to do your actual or work. Or a ghost light. light. On the theater, light. it's called no, a No, leave it up. Light. It's a lighthouse. Just walked away. People were like, oh, it's a lighthouse. Just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lighthouse. <laughs> Booyah! If I ever work in g again, and God willing, I won't. Yeah. But if I do, I'm totally trying uh-huh. to put that into work. It's a lighthouse. Now, uh, that, that's a good one. That is a good one. We strike everything for the lighthouse. Got it? Going, uh, going back. Yeah, they, sure. I totally know what that is. Yeah. It is worth um, addressing. Thank you, they, they, they applaud me. They do make the uh, the point, or, or he's, you know, the the TV is making the point during that little montage of yep. zombies wandering around that zombies are technically not cannibals because they don't eat yeah. each other. Yeah, right? they eat us, and they can basically be considered a separate species, <laughs> essentially. So they're not cannibals. They prey on humans, but they don't prey on each other. So it, I mean, it's basically. A lot like Jurassic Park in the sense that we're just not at the top of the food chain yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sadly. Here yeah. she is. Here she is being like, yeah, uh, I'm not a girl. Yeah. Okay. I want a gun. <laughs> Are there I any? Wanna, uh, I'm yeah. a survivor. Except, and I want I am, information. I am pregnant, which complicates things a little yeah. bit. But other than that. This is sort of a tone. Well, not when it comes to smoking. Sort of a yeah. tone Smoking's spoiler yeah. for uh, what I Am Legend was going to be in Omega Man and all those yeah. things. Is there a zombie movie that acknowledges? No, they win. Oh, yeah. Um, we 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 are we are the ones that are we're just going to deal with it. Day, in the this end. One, this one does. This so one does. So Day of the Dead takes it even further. Because so that seems like it's the most so interesting. Snyder's. It's one of the more interesting <laughs> yeah. things you can do. Snyder's in Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead totally acknowledges it's called yeah. Land of the Dead. This is their world now, yeah. you know, and we're just trying to exist in it. Um, and, and very much, apparently, Romero's, Romero's initial inspiration for Night of the Living Dead was I Am Legend. Hmm. It was, he was basically was the Omega Man. Yeah, he was basically ripping off I Am Legend, but then it got tweaked <laughs> so it, much that it's like, well, it's basically not anymore. But he yeah. didn't have the rights. But yeah. actually, and actually, if you see the first version of uh, it's called The Last Man on Earth, the first version of of I Am Legend, um, starring Vincent Price, um, this uh, his his Romero's uh, Night of the Living Dead owes a tremendous uh-huh. amount. It's a very similar movie. Um, the zombies aren't. The zombies aren't. They're supposed to be vampiristic, according yeah. to the original novel. Um, they're not true vampires in, this, in the in the you know, folkloric sense, but uh, they're essentially vampires in uh, the original I Am Legend novel. Um, and the Last Man on Earth is a very low budget, black and white, dark movie. 
um, starring Vincent Price, and it's it's all about Vincent Price is barricaded in his house, and uh, yeah, if, if you see that movie, then uh, you know Night of the Living Dead is kind of a remake. It owes a great yeah. deal. To and the, I, the, I mean, yeah, the whole thing with uh, and you kind of see it, in the, and and Land of the Dead is the most specific because they're the ones who start thinking again, right. basically. They, start, they they start to form their own social. Yeah, structure. and and you know the the whole thing. Whoa, in, the, whoa! Here's an idea. What? What if? There's like a matrixy thing where it sort of plays out. No, we are the result of what used to be another race that became zombies, and now we're the much more dumb and savage version of our old selves. What? It happened way in the past. I'm, I'm talking I'm about inventing a new story <laughs> where humans of today that we know are the what was a zombie we're previously. The, we're, the har- we're the horrifying sub subhuman winners of the war that sure. <laughs> that we destroyed all the good people years ago. Yeah, man, there was a second renaissance of normal smart people, yeah. and we are the zombies. <laughs> But then we have zombies, and it's recursive. And the, the well, I- if, if you go along, if you go back to like the Egyptian civilization, you know, if Egypt, the Egyptian civilization at its height, had con- continued on, we would be so much further along in our technological progress. Oh, if we, if we hadn't lost the Library of yeah, Alexandria, I was, I was, yeah, I was going to yeah. go right oh, to the Library yeah. of Alexandria. <laughs> and what can we? Who can we thank for that? The Christian yeah. Church. Thank you well, very depends. much. Drive it's, safely. It's, it's them, and uh, also uh, the Muslim Muslim extremists came in there and, and burned it as well. It's, it's, oh, sky yeah. cake. It was a, it was a whole yeah exactly. Yeah. It was a, a in, whole collaboration of in the western no, no. in the western world basically during the dark ages that uh, that the Christian Church in the in the western world was certainly yeah. responsible for eradicating. Which uh, name of the rose? There's a movie you should check yeah. out if you want to see a fictionalized version of what how that worked. But out. I'm just I'm just saying we, there was there was a, a saying we can't just blame the Christians and it's a very interesting. Uh, uh, but, but it's so easy and fun. Yeah, it's a very interesting insight into into um, uh, just religion in general, but happened to be Muslim as well. Their, their attitude was um, if it's not in the Quran, it's blasphemous and should be destroyed. If it is in the Quran, it's redundant and we can destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just need the Quran. That's yeah. all you need. So Now, we haven't put a, too fine of a point on it in this recording, but talking about the themes of consumerism and what's going on and what Romero was sort of heavy-handedly saying. I love, is that, I love this. He's like, huh. <laughs> For a second, he was thinking, cool. yeah. "I'm gonna let this, this go. Gay? Don't punch him! Don't punch him in the face. You could cut your knuckle, and that'd be it for yeah, you, man. Really? Come on. Just wear some gloves. I mean, it's basically a picture of people that are just blind to all their influences, shuffling around a mall. That's sort yeah. of that's sort of the visual symbolism that's hard to miss. But well, you know, it's, I, it's, I figure we should at least mention it. Well, sure, it's it's shopping and never buying. Right? It's just shopping, shopping, shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and there's a much clearer going to a store to browse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a much clearer ver- uh, after the uh, the biker gang comes through. We see that much clearer right, because right, right. then they infiltrate all the stores and we right. see them doing. And that. they start yeah. And there's a whole thing. And about they start greed. grabbing things that in a zombie apocalypse you would have absolutely no need for. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. They oh, grab oh the, the, the living humans yeah. are ju- almost yeah. just as bad as the zombies. Yeah. They're, they're they living have, their own. They zombie. have the wrong set of values too. Yeah. They yeah. have the totally wrong set of values. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, well, these guys they make. I mean, they go into the bank and they make a joke about, hey, we can take all this money. Yeah. What they do. How pointless is that? Yeah, they and do then the biker gang comes in and they legitimately grab they all the totally money. It's like, for yeah, what money. purpose? So this they, movie is they basically... They say you never know, but it's like, come on. Yeah. When I, I tell you, the closest I've ever come to being in a zombie apocalypse was, was, <laughs> being, was being in Los Angeles during the Rodney King riots. Oh, Jesus. Um, which was, you know, it's like, wow, I'm watching the apocalypse on television because it's like, wow, that's about... 20 blocks away is, uh, you know, this this mayhem is happening. And, and for, you know, the several days, it was like, I wonder if this is going to stop or it's just going to keep on going. I wonder um, if society there, wait, wait, will was, ultimately collapse. Was, was yeah. there a part of you that the was P. sort of... Uh, was there a part of you that was sort of excited? 
not excited. There was a part of I was more regret. I'm totally unprepared for any any form of social apocalypse. Because you know, people always talk about, dude, if it was a zombie, I'd do this, and that's sort of yeah. a part of the culture now. But faced with the actual reality of maybe this is the end of the world, I'd be much I'd be much better equipped to handle a natural apocalypse, like if a volcano or an earthquake. Okay, but if other humans are the enemy. I don't know if I'm prepared for that. Yeah. Whether they're alive or dead. Um, but one of the things that struck me... Just, Seriously, this, none of us have any useful survival yeah, skills none of, whatsoever. Yeah, none whatsoever. Vultures. Um, yeah. In the, in, the, in the event of zombie war, I'm lunch. So, and, 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 you know, and, and we'll be sent out to be lunch by the others. Like, okay, you distract them. While they're eating you, we'll get away. What, that's, what, that's good. That's good for the species. What's the Patton Oswalt bit in the, his Mad Max? Oh, oh yeah. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be a snack. As, as a, yeah, I'll be used I'll as be, uh, incentive for the other for ones the other, to go out and bring gas back. Bring gas back. Everyone wants to get this done. Um, anyway, so the, I'm watching. I'm watching the apocalypse on television, and uh, they're looting stores. You know, they're watching people loot stores, and uh, and uh, they're breaking in. There's, there's people like running out with big screen TVs and all this kind of stuff. And there's, you know, of course, there's a crazy camera guy documenting this. Um, and one of the newscasters, the uh, it was like during 9/11 when you know the newscasters kept walking this line, and it's it's. The opening of this movie is not so far-fetched because if you think about 9-11 or you think about the, the Rodney King riots... Well, it's really good that it's not 28 Days Later rules. It totally way, is. With all the blood yeah, on him. Yeah, he would, he would totally be a dead man. Um, anyway, that they still try and walk this line between being politically correct and being television newscasters and dealing with the fact that something really god-awful is happening to humans. And, and that happened constantly during 9-11 and happened constantly during the Rodney King riots where... Um, in this, in this one newscaster finally said, which I thought was great, you see people going into a, a, you know, this, this appliance store and they're coming out with TVs and coming out with all this stuff. And next door is like a bookstore. And one newscaster goes, I noticed they're leaving the bookstore alone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> which, Holy shit. Which is true. That's and like that moment on sports. No one seems to be breaking into the crown books during the riot. I wonder why that is. That's funny. <laughs> That's sort of like the, uh, the sportscaster who just can't help himself but make a racist comment. Yeah. Well, they're just faster, okay? You, I mean, they just are. You mean, you mean the day and a half Rush Limbaugh was an NFL commentator? Yeah. That, that worked out Was well. that a thing? That was an actual thing. Wow. And then he was like, yeah, black people are better at athletics for obvious reasons. And then yeah. he was gone. And then, yeah, everyone exactly. bit, and then everyone bit their knuckle and went, gee, what are those obvious reasons? Right? The other great moment during, the, um, during those same riots with the, the newscasters, there was this uh, local newscaster, Channel 7, which at the time locally was the worst news, news team. Um, and this one bubble-headed blonde, you know, the, the quintessential. Um, Who I'm sure works for Fox News now. Yeah, she's probably with Fox News now. Um, you know, where they would do these live man-in-the-street interviews. They would just, like, you know, talk to you – know, just like a guy would flag down someone in the street and start talking to him, and it was live. It was, it was just like 9-11, but local. It was, you know, 24-7. This was going on for, for the better part of a week here in Los Angeles. And uh, and the guy would you – know, they, they flagged somebody down. I was watching at one point, and they flagged this guy down, and he starts talking about the Egyptians or whatever. <laughs> He's just going off – well, you know, it all started with the Egyptians. You know, the, the black man was originally Egyptian, and he goes on, on this whole thing about, you know, boys, this is your concept of race or whatever. But at some point, he used a uh, – you know, he used the F word. Um, and they cut away from him really quick, and they're back to the studio with uh, the bubblehead blonde and the, the the guy, whoever was partnered up with her. And she immediately was like, oh, well, of course, we have to remind our listeners and our viewers that uh, this is a live broadcast, and therefore sometimes uh, language might uh, be heard. <laughs> and the other guy just totally shut her down and goes, Anne, I think our viewers are concerned about something besides language right about now. <laughs> and, and just, like, shut her down, which was great because, like, that guy I like. That guy's <laughs> like, yeah, the city's on fire. And you're worried about the F word. Yeah, you're worried about hearing the word fuck. I think uh, let's just let's just like deal with what's in front of us here. Now, so so, but the, the point is, 
I've, you know, there are semblances of this in real life that people yeah. just can't get their heads around what they're what they're facing. So, well, because anyway, yeah, they, the they expect it. You know, it's a, it's the a kind of thing where they expect it to go back to normal at any moment. You know, yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, this is totally. Surely you know, the authorities will come yeah. and it yeah. will be okay. We will eventually be rescued. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, a, it's a big aspect of which of so far the, the happens. Dead. But yeah. you know, that's you know, there's there's well, those, there's uncertain times where people are going the wrong direction. At the same and at the same time, I mean, you look at you know, Hurricane Katrina. What yeah. would have happened if that were the Walking Dead instead of a hurricane? Yeah, really. I don't think that would have gone. I don't think it yeah. would have gone any better. <laughs> yeah, really. And, and that's a, that's <laughs> a fortunately, good... in that case, Obama could outrun them. <laughs> oh my! Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> For obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thought experiment, though. I mean, take Hurricane Katrina and make it zombies. Basically, yeah. once it gets over land, just make it keep getting stronger. And yeah. the more damage it does, the stronger it gets, yeah. and it just keeps going. That would be. That's tough. what a zombie apocalypse is. Yeah, you could use like destruction footage and locations, like they used uh, the shanties in District Nine to tell that story. Yeah, that's what. When I was living in Florida, when I was still in college, we there was that. I think it was two thousand four, where like three hurricanes slammed into Florida, uh-huh. like within weeks of each other. Well, that was Florida's fault. Yeah, it was. It, Florida was asking totally, totally, totally. But my roommate and I at the time were like, we have a great idea. We'll make a disaster movie during all of this, and we'll save so much money because we'll just use the actual disaster. <laughs> and we Is never... that when your liberal guilt started? <laughs> no. But, all these people are out of their homes and probably going to die. And then someone later no, made monsters. It, and Because it didn't actually. None right, of those yeah. hurricanes did that much damage. But we got our. But it was funny because we a lot of people evacuated the, the area, but we didn't. Because it was like, well, there's really. We can either go to Tampa and it's just as just much of a chance hitting us there as it does here. So we might as well stay here. Yeah, but in Tampa, you could already film the destruction prior to the hurricanes. <laughs> no, Daytona Beach is much more of a shithole than Tampa. Oh, he's got yeah, but, it, no, but yeah, Slug Bite doesn't come across on Dead film. guy. The weird thing is that they make a big deal out of his leg bite but he's already been bitten in the arm he he gets bitten in the arm and he just has this reaction like i can't believe you fucking did that and then socks the guy oh that's right and then when he's bitten on the leg he screams and well the the leg bite is much more like to the meat the leg bite is what is incapacitating the the arm bite is just an annoyance although that that is you know a death sentence already Yeah, that's the death sentence already yeah but they're not you know they're not particularly have they have established at this point that it's a guarantee that that's how it works? I guess these guys know. They recognize that that's how it goes. You know? They know. I think they know, and then and then we do too. I mean, they're basically talking about you know. Yeah. They, uh, they Peter never... here is like, "That's it, man. It's done." And he's like, "Yeah." He's, he's like, says, "Hey, no... you you can't shoot me yet." Yeah. He says, "No, no. We got we we're gonna <laughs> need get me. The, we got to get this job done." They never stop yeah. to have that conversation to establish that trope. Yeah. They just kind of take it for granted and take it for granted that the audience knows. Yeah. And then and then later, as he's as he's on his way out, he yeah. says. He says, you know, don't I'm let me try come real hard. I'm try not to come back. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's established that they know that's how it works. And we've totally... It's st- one of the few things that they don't just smack the audience in the face with. We, and we're past the sequence now, but the whole... The idea of that setup was they're going to do this thing and they're going to have Flyboy in the helicopter overhead doing recon or something. Yeah, what is but he they, there to accomplish? But he has effective. no absolute... Like, no way of communicating. No yeah, whatsoever. Nothing. So he's just there going, oh, shit! Yeah. Oh, oh! Oh, we're <laughs> trying to get their and, attention by hovering dangerously close to them. And yeah. wasting a lot of fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, it was it was production value that wasn't particularly well thought out. Unfortunately, yeah. here we're jumping into a gun store that clearly is not part of the mall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some other some other mall, uh, some other store. Yeah, there's a lot of really <laughs> fortuitous stores in this mall. Guns and a hardware store. I don't think I've ever seen in a mall. I don't think I've ever seen a grocery oh, yeah. store in a mall. Hardware, yeah. hardware, and grocery stores. Yes, gun yeah, stores in a mall. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's it, you can actually see it in the wide shot. You can see that there's an A and P in that mall. Yeah. Right I don't think I've ever seen a hardware store or a grocery store in a mall. It, well, hardware store, absolutely. You know. Oh yeah. And this was I've the, seen Sears. Malls have malls. I guess have, Sears has hammers. Malls yeah. have evolved a little bit over time. You know what would be a great setup well. for, for 
a zombie movie like this? You know how I think it's a Chris Rock bit where every town has two malls: the yeah. the new mall <laughs> the, and the old mall that nobody goes to anymore. Uh, the, the, the the mall the white people used to go to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to the to have these people hold up, but in the shitty mall where <laughs> there's nothing left but like the ninety nine cent store. Yeah, and oh, you have wow. to you do all your supplies from the ninety nine cent store. There was a mall like that in Harrison, Arkansas, where I used to live, and I swear to God, nothing happened at that mall, but. I went there once to get an Animorphs book because I was trying to get laid, and the entire mall was full of old we'll ladies. We'll come back to just, that. Just Did you say Animorphs? We're going to come back to that. It go works. On. Man, it, don't, don't blame it. It works. Every girl loves Animorphs. Um, the, okay. The, uh, just let it go. Along, yeah. the, uh, along the outside of the main like hallway tile area, there was this like row of tiles that was brown, and you could just it was a loop. And these old ladies would just walk the oh, line the, the mall around walkers. the mall. Yeah. Dude, all day. And I didn't realize at the time, but there's a perfect p- parallel to Dawn of the Dead and that, too. Oh, yeah. Where these old ladies are hunched over and just sort of shuffling along this line inside the mall. That's totally fucking abandoned. Oh, yeah. I, I, did, mean, I did a job at the I was too young of, to be terrified. Did a job at the Mall of America. And, uh, you know, the biggest mall in America at the time. I think there's a bigger one now. But uh, I did a job at the Mall of America. And, and I would sometimes have to work weird hours and be there late at night and early in the morning. And, and I would come out at 6 in the morning and there'd be little old ladies walking around the mall. And they would even open the mall for for that purpose because it's Minnesota and it's, you know, it's ice <laughs> and they're you know, kind. Exactly. It's like these little ladies want to get their exercise. And so they literally, you know, whatever hours they would open the main doors of the mall because it's a huge enclosed indoor oh, space yeah. that they can walk around. They have, in. they have for like, see, there's some weird kind of, I don't remember what it is. And Before I'm there were old ladies, there were malls there. But there's like, waiting for the old there's ladies. like a, they do like a 10 K in that mall. Someone yeah. does, because it's just this yeah. big space and it's a big climate and, yeah. controlled space. <laughs> exactly. So uh, uh, people in the chat room are confused. Of course, I wasn't getting laid when I was reading Animorphs. I was being self-deprecating. <laughs> don't don't people know that Animorphs is a perfect tool for sex? It yeah. happens all the time. If you flip the pages, it it turns from a guy to a bug. It's a perfect. Yeah, it makes chicks dig that. Mm. This this scene uh, this cracks me up till to this day. The fact that they're toting him around in a little lawn cart. <laughs> you know, this is, this is where the movie starts to like really start to play with the premise that it's set up. It's like, okay, we're at a mall. We have every gun in the world. And we have to get rid of all these zombies. So we're just going to use every tool at our disposal. So we're just going to start by toting the wounded guy around in his little golf cart, in his little shot, in his little garden cart. And then they're going to up the ante by having the car and, and the fact of the car. And I, I as we've said, uh, I, other movies sometimes come to people in a dream. Like, you know, Jim Cameron had a, had a vision of a metal skeleton in fire and came up with Terminator based on that dream or whatever that was. Um, Quentin Tarantino wanted to see Hitler in smoke, and he made *Inglorious Bastards*. Yeah, I think I think that uh, I think that Romero woke up one night going, "I want to drive a economy car through a shopping mall, yeah. shooting people in the head." Chuck and, Russell wanted uh, to attack someone with a giant snow machine. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it I, turned out to be me in that case. Yeah, I think this is. Uh... This is interesting that she decides. Hey, let's use the car. Yeah, we use like, the car. Yeah. Haven't we? Haven't we established that gas is a thing in these stories? Like, what <laughs> makes you think that that car has gas in it? Which does apparently. It's yeah. got a full tank. Well, it got there somehow, but, even though it's on the showroom floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah it got there somehow. Yeah, so it's, it's not necessarily safe. They, they, yeah, they probably would have pushed it. Yeah. <laughs> rather than driven it through the mall. But yeah. you know, I've seen, I've seen worse in movies. I've seen worse justifications in movies. God, they punch so many of them yeah, right in the face. Them, you, don't punch them. Don't cut that. your hand, man. You cut your hand. Uh, is this, the, this is a good little tense moment. Yeah, where he's, where he's like, okay, whoops, wait, we didn't think this one through. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't quite set this up correctly. Is, but is this a scene where it seems like, yeah, I think it is, where it goes on for like 15 yeah. minutes, he's trying to get the keys yeah. off his No, belt. watch this. One of the one of the zombies uh, uh, it, 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 like shuffles up and like knocks the blowtorch over, and it burns her foot. And right before yeah. the uh, the cut, you can see the foot go, Hah! Yeah, and it <laughs> rolls away. Uh, so, oh, yikes. Wow. 
but um, it cuts away really quick because it's like, oh, that zombie. Yeah. Like, Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, yikes. Yeah. It's probably not so much the fire. It's probably the nozzle. Yeah. It's like the nozzle landed right in our skin. Yikes. So, and yeah. here's the nun. Yeah. Got the nice nun. Which doesn't, she doesn't even have a mark on her. She just died of being a nun. <laughs> <laughs> died of nun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause of death, nun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Drive safely. It's our special Friday night edition. Of down in front Catholic version. There you Ooh, nice. go. Nice. Kablam. That's a nice sound. Now, uh, some now of this, the... Oh, this is a, this is a nasty one. It's, yeah. it's egg, tempera, egg tempera blood, but still the idea of this a is yeah, squeeze. Just digging the oh, with the... Th- oh, with the... Now... He plays it well, too. Yeah, he, oh, it's just, just the writhing, writhing where he's yeah. just like, oh, that was painful. That's that just hurt. rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, quite literally. Or a thumb. Right? Well, yeah, thumb rubbing, in the wound. Rubbing sticking thumb in the wound. And she's just like, okay, just, just get on with it. And the fact that the go. nun goes away, like, okay, yeah, no all right, uh, no. all right, okay, I'm gonna, not gonna eat you. Go away now. I'll see you in confession. <laughs> There's uh, some other people over there. I should really be eating right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a much easier uh, goal. I, think, I can't so. eat you on a Friday. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Another another one of my Catholic jokes. Hey, it's a VW. What is that? Uh, that's a that's, a we, thing. It, that's not, no, that's not a thing. No, I know. It's uh, it's not a van again. That's that's so not the same. You can see person. the trail of blood <laughs> from the last take. Yeah, this is yeah, uh, low budget. Low budget. Yeah. Well, th- this is this is one of those things. I mean, you know, they shot in this mall after hours, like between closing and opening the yeah. next morning. So you just got to imagine the people who were like, "Yeah, sure, use them all." You know, people just shuffling around or whatever. Then they look at like this scene and they're like, "What the what fuck? Yeah. What did you do it's to our mall?" <laughs> the kind of thing you hope they don't find out until they yeah. come to the screening. <laughs> like, um, there seem to be some tire treads. Uh, oh, um, yeah, I think that's from the camera cart. And you know, totally when oh, they yeah. when they made this arrangement at the beginning, you're like, "Yeah, we won't even wear like flex old shoes." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll make sure we'll, there's no scuff marks. Be yeah. totally quiet. Yeah, the fact that this is not, you know, it's not like the Blues Brothers Mall, which is a mall that they, you know, built to destroy. This is a mall yeah. that they're shooting in. I can just, I just, I would love to hear the, you know, production phone calls. Hi, we'd like to shoot a movie in your mall. Yeah. What kind well, of movie? They, they, well, they got it because Romero knew the guy who owned the, owned is the that place, it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Must be. Yeah. Yeah. You pretty have sure. to. That's yeah. Pretty much. Like if, well, if I remember the story right, the, the guy who owned the, owned the place, like offered it. <laughs> like, you ever so, want to shoot a movie here? And yeah. I was like, "Ding!" This is well, their, I think this is their tortilla beforehand. factory. Yeah, yeah, basically. Well, that guy who did uh, he some one of the zombies got really close to the car and then did like a twirl, did like it, spin, like yeah. it, you know, clipped him. They probably did though. <laughs> I mean, this is just, this is nuts. I'd be I'd I this would be a career high for me yeah. to shoot a scene with a car. Would you going to drive this car around the mall? <laughs> See how they're not squealing the tires, though. We don't, yeah. Don't really scuff in the mall. You, you go ahead and uh, pump the brakes. No one, yeah, no pump the brakes <laughs> gently. On that yeah. note, no one wear dark soul shoes. Yeah. Yes. Can we all wear sneakers, please? If they were all... Why, why are they all wearing those, those, those shower caps on their feet? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening now? They're, uh, they're, they're finishing locking it's up. Yeah. It's It's actually the little, it's the little tag at the end that assu- we're going to assume that they complete their mission. Yeah. Because we're going to do the cut to... Uh, the in the compl- empty to the, to mall the, to the yeah there's dead zombies in the mall that's uh that's clearly Bonnie Tyler there <laughs> that was Bonnie Tyler just can I sing Total Eclipse of the Heart for you the, so this, and Richard Dreyfus in a can yeah. <laughs> this is creepy and weird it is of all the things going on because yeah. he, he's not even trying he's just kind of staring at her he's like so yeah. 
And you just wonder, it's like, you know, if you open the door, like, oh, come on in. He like, oh, okay, I'm going to eat you. Yeah. You know, but he's, he's just not aggressive about it. I this guess is if what, I can. This must be what it, it's like to go to a bar when you're a hot girl. Just have these guys. Pretty much, yeah. They, they come at you in um, different ways. Some staring are more, at you like you're in glass. I want, Some are more aggressive <laughs> than others. Staring at you like you're just a piece of meat. <laughs> I want to eat you. Mm. Yeah. Can I? Double entendre. Yeah, wow. Down in front. Ah. Yeah, what the kind we're known for. Comedy. So anyway, so yeah, notice how they're not too crazy with the gore because you know we got to be out of here by six a.m. So there's like a, a, a nice little. So this was a mall during the day. Blood. Yeah, every single day they would it's strike a mall at night too. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. but this was a function. They, but they, uh, they at would... night it fights crime. <laughs> 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 they would strike the mall every night. Yeah, and then or strike the set every night, and then go back to being a mall for the day. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, and they shot it during Christmas, so there there were all these Christmas decorations. So for a, to take down. for a little while, they yeah. take them down and then put them back up, and then they're like, "That's retarded." And yeah. so they stopped production for like a month or two until the holidays ended. Look, I never and then they that. and then they only had about a month before they went back up. You know, <laughs> before yeah. Christmas season. I never started noticed again, that before. So. He made a chair out of cardboard boxes. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> no, pretty cool. He's a resourceful fellow. That's why he's surviving the zombie apocalypse. Knowledge of cardboard helps. Yeah, you can do amazing stuff with cardboard in the zombie apocalypse. E- That's not even that bad. But <laughs> See, so I can look at this one. Explode, I can look at that. Yeah, exploding head, and you're fine. You know, but uh, needle, dude, needles. Needle, I can't yeah. even. No, but but it's already in his arm, so it's more okay. Yeah, because well, they didn't even have the t- trick needle. They just like pushed a needle, you know, yeah. syringe up against his arm. Do you have a problem with staples? <laughs> In my arm. <laughs> in people, would. yes. Well, I was just thinking about, like, the other day I was watching the behind the scenes on uh, Indiana Jones, and uh, there's the scene in Last Crusade where they couldn't keep the hat on, so Harrison Ford staples the hat to his head. I'm just wondering, like, where... That did where... not happen. Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah. That well, was a joke. Bi- it's a joke in the behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's... It didn't actually staple No, no, not in the movie. Not in the movie. No, I, was, I started that by saying I was watching yeah. the behind the scenes, and it was, like, something that was... I don't know if he... No, he actually didn't. connected it. To no, his he head. didn't. No, no, that well, was a joke. It looked there like were no it. staples in the staple. Game. Yeah, it's a bit. But now, now the wrestler, on the other hand, that's yeah, a little yeah. oh my god, yeah, that does happen in the wrestler. Yes, it does. I've forgotten yeah. almost everything about that movie. Oh, hmm. it's a good Aronofsky movie. It is a good sad. movie. It's a really great movie. Anyway, zombies going on. <laughs> something about a movie staples about as far removed from the wrestler as yeah. possible. Yeah, this one's this one's actually this is one of those moments where it's like okay, this is. A movie written in the seventies, and like, hey, we got him, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did, pal. You know, it's like <laughs> no one ever talked that way, even when they were dying of zombie flu or whatever the hell. No one. That's just a movie thing. <laughs> okay, when you're dying of zombie flu, I'll I'll make sure not to call you pal. Yeah, <laughs> don't patronize me, Trey. Exactly. When I'm, dying, from <laughs> when I'm flu. dying of zombie, don't call me pal. I like this. This is very clever. They're like, oh, we'll just cover it up. So. No one will yeah. find it. And Although at, I would have made it, I would have made it more solid. I would have barricaded yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're you know it's, they obviously have the two by fours and the tools. Just if they're not planning make a to, solid wall. Yeah, if they're not planning to use it again anyway. Yeah, it's not like it's not like it's a swing away wall. They're just trying to get rid of that right. section. It's like don't make it just a facade. Make it a, a, yeah. just rebuild the wall. <laughs> well, they're, they you the, can make it faster. The, the thinking, stronger. the thinking. I'll I'll, I'll you know you, you could be right. Obviously, if they if they'd only known the rest of the movie, they would have done that. Um, but they are just taking a, a, an abandoned, you know, empty corner in a shopping mall in which just in case someone ever comes here. So it's not like they're making a, you know, we're going to have to hold this position someday. It's like, we're going to make it look like there's no door here. And then no one's going to walk up to this piece of wall at random and go, you know what? I bet there's a door there. Yeah. Um, so the problem is only that Stephen, who comes back, he does know there's a door there. That's why it falls, because he knows where to push. Imagine you're at the place that you currently live. 
and a zombie apocalypse is happening outside, what do you do? Where I currently live? Where you currently live. I'm in a pretty good place for that. I I would not be. There's too many. There's too many doors. You have like glass doors and stuff. Yeah. There's. I, I I'd have. But to you leave. have swords. It depends yeah. on what kind of zombies, though. Because we have yes, swords. Even, we have swords. We're good. Even Snyder zombies. Oh, dude, we do have swords. Yeah. I I've I've even Snyder zombies seem to have trouble getting through plate glass doors. Yeah. I've I've um except the husband at the beginning who smashes through the windshield fairly easily. Yeah. I'm, Go I'm, figure. It's hmm. a, it's definitely the kind of thing for me. Um, you know, if Are someone you prepared, if someone if someone like runs into my house and tells tells me there are zombies outside <laughs> it's you know have you thought about this it's it's the wiser thing is to just go with it at first you know the <laughs> skeptic skepticism is not necessarily wise like if he's fucking with you or whatever there is no harm in going with it you're, just to find you're, out you're you know? applying pascal's wager yeah, exactly zombies. pascal's yeah. wager it's like it's better to assume at first that yeah. it's true and if it's not then maybe you look a little foolish but if it was you're not dead and you had so, that time to prepare yeah well, so my first said, so i've always said you yeah. know i'm not gonna say you know prove it or whatever my first question is are they fast or slow <laughs> that's the important question because yeah. yeah. if they're slow you've got some time if they're fast you better get on your toes as, pretty as, as handles quick. as romero or snyder yeah exactly um so not as that, as that awful script i, I read said uh, romero or, or gun Chris right. Gunn was the screenwriter of the Snyder version. Ah. Oh, Jeff? James Gunn? Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I didn't even make that connection. Interesting. So here, so here's the bit where, uh, you know... They're, they're, really, they're really settling it's in. It's consumerism yeah. run rampant. Yeah, they're not really appreciating... I mean, sure, they can shop, but fucking... Why, okay, the candy I get, but the... <laughs> the, 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 you <laughs> but what's know, the point of this. having a hat or a yeah. fur coat? Yeah. Well, it's 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 the point of being able to indulge everything you ever wish right. you could do. Yeah. It's like I can just have anything I want, you know. And, and they do. And where does it get me? Yeah. yeah. Brian, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Well, I I like the idea behind this movie in the sense that I, I think zombie movies and in these kind of setups for for a movie in general are very well set up for just we're going to take these group of people, put them in one spot, and watch them over the course of years. And I feel like this movie could have explored, if it were a tighter, more um, well-constructed film, it might have explored that idea more often. And if it were me doing this kind of film, I would I would focus it more on that. And I would have a scene like where he's just grabbing the hat early on. I would have basically this sequence set up way earlier and have, show him seeing, uh, grabbing the hats and show the wall of other hats there. And just throughout the rest of the movie, every scene, he'd have a different hat. <laughs> just to show, because that's a very simple way to show up the passage of time. And, uh, you know, the way she does makeup later on, you could have her just with these different crazy makeup jobs throughout the entire rest of the movie. Eventually, you could have other characters with different crazy makeup. That would makeup. be well, hysterical. And her, her makeup job just gets more and more kind of insane and, and breaking well, down. Or Eventually, she's the Joker. Yeah. Or, yeah. or if you were George Romero making this movie, you'd make her get visibly pregnant to show mm-hmm. how the passage is. That's true. Time. You would also do that's that. True. Yeah. And that's what he does. So that was his choice. Trey, I get to blame you for these video games. That's because you, know, you were there. These are like a baby's toy. Yeah. Look, I love this. It's like a card. It's rotating. That's really clever. Yeah. That, Look at that the Enterprise. I there. actually, I actually did. I hate Star Trek game. Yeah, it's a Star Woo! Trek game. Yeah. And man, that blew up hard. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> Those pixels were all over the place. Yeah. The uh, that I was a totally. I actually class, played that driving game at at some point in my life. I played the driving game, and it really is like it, this. You sort of get the impression this doesn't even do anything. Yeah, it's like it's like you can hit something. You can. That it's car like, just drove right over. That's the what I'm car. saying. It's like it's like it had no kind of. It's like it just kind of spins and you kind of turn and that's it. And that's there you go. It's you know it's a quarter. It's a non-interactive video game. Yeah, I've Pretty played much. Halo so Reach, mo- and you, sir, are no <laughs> Halo Reach. Yeah, <laughs> so it's modern art. Yeah, <laughs> it's just this audio-visual display that I will 
enjoy. James Gunn went on to write Slither. I love Slither. And direct Slither. Slither is great. And PG Porn. PG Porn. I love Slither, though. PG Porn was fun. The one with Nathan Fillion was fun. Yeah. The idea is funny, and Nathan Fillion is funny. So here's where, the, here's where they basically state another version of the theme. And the, the, the as close as a, of an explanation as Romero ever gives... Um, there's a there's a hint about the satellite. We think a satellite fell from space um, in the first movie, but um, the, uh, a really know. a really awful sciencey attempt at justification. Yeah, there was but, Venus radiation on the space probe. That exactly, came back. but but no one ever confirms that, or yeah, you know, they, they certainly don't make a plot point out of it. It's a right. mag- it's the MacGuffin. It's the and then zombies come to life. Okay, anyway, here's the story. Yeah, um, it's the magic beans. There's some, for some reason the dead are walking the earth. But this this speech here about you know maybe if we want to go a spiritual direction with it. Um, you know, my granddaddy, the voodoo doctor, said that when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. I'm like, well, that's as good an explanation as any. That's as good a one as we're going to get. And that kind of makes sense if you think of uh, heaven and hell in the Western sense, where it's like hell is down in the center of the earth and heaven is in the clouds. Yeah. Because so, the center so of the hell earth is, is finite. Yeah, the hell is small. And the plane <laughs> that exists as, as, as it wraps around the sphere of the earth is huge. So we should actually flip them. Yeah, really, more people are going to hell. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So we should put them above. So. Yeah. According to the mythology. Yeah, so but, we'll um, get filled up. Yeah. So it's like a landfill. We have to think about that. There was an interesting... Unless it, you're a libertarian and then you just don't worry about it. <laughs> in the, um, in the, um, the conversation about zombies and literature and stuff like that, um, they reference a book on this is, these are the ways the world could end, basically, like uh, different examinations of the various apocalypses. And apparently the, it's none of them, you know, neither of the guys talking wrote the book, but they were talking about it. And it actually skips over the zombie apocalypse Aww. for an interesting reason um, a, related to this. Um, basically, the, the, the book says if, if the dead have started walking again, then clearly God is involved. I'm not yeah. sure I, I yeah. agree. Because there like, is no physical, real-world explanation yeah, for how that could happen. It's, it's like if, if zombies are walking again, clearly God is involved. And if God wants to destroy you, as in the flood and these other things, there's not much you can do about it, yeah. so there's not yeah. much point here's, in Here's how you fight it. against God, although there are yeah. some movies that have tackled that yeah, topic. there are but, some uh, movies. Most famously, Star Trek V. Sure. <laughs> and uh, Legion, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Re- recent Legion. What was I asked? I, I was watching all the Star Trek. I'm not movies. sure I necessarily agree with that, but I was watching all the Star Trek movies, and Brian was like, "Oh, it's great that you're doing this, but skip five. And I'm like, "Well, what <laughs> happens in five? He's like, "They find God, they shoot an ion candidate, God, end of movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's just the fact that I had just come home. You were just finishing Star Trek Four, and it's like, "Oh, I'm in the mood for a good Star Trek film. Oh, <laughs> I don't oh. want to see that one though. So okay. we should. Nope. I'm in the mood for a good one, so let's let's skip five. And I don't know if I've acknowledged six. that on the show or not. Yes, I ended up watching all of the original series movies except for five for that reason, and I really liked them. So who knew? Which means we're going to do them eventually. <laughs> well, we already did six. I yeah. wasn't here, but yeah. six has been done. I can't wait to take that first one to the cleaners. Well, that looks oh. weird. He looks like he's a, little force a bad comp yeah. or something. Well, and no, he's he just, it looked out of scale. It looked yeah. like it was like a force perspective trick. I like that the camera is moving around for no yeah. reason. Here's Francis. They've totally Coppola. given up on yeah. like trying to maintain a set of any kind. Yeah. yeah then these guys this guy's still wearing a tie though, you know. No, they're both <laughs> so, wearing a tie. Yeah, they're both still nicely dressed. So this where are these guys the, hanging out in yeah, the middle, you know, This guy the, with the eye patch, it's it's very interesting what he's doing because he's basically saying the things that make sense but they're sick in a way. He's basically saying yeah. we they they are in charge now 
and they're hungry, so we should feed them. Mm-hmm. And it's not really clear what he's quite saying there, yeah. but it seems like he's My fear, I can walk. Yeah, yes. it seems like he's saying we need to we need to sacrifice, I guess, the undesirables, yeah, quote unquote. Which, which they go into a little deeper in Day of the Dead. Yeah. You know, so to expand on that a little bit. The um Is it, does that count as hanging a lantern? What? What he's doing in that case? If, if he's if he's saying things that people are thinking, but it sounds crazy, is that still hanging a lantern? No, no, I, I don't think hanging a lantern is pointing out a flaw in your story. A flaw yeah. in the movie, just by having say, a person I know, go. That's weird, isn't it? Yes, it certainly is. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, that um, was lucky timing, wasn't it? Yes, it sure was. Or Steve Zahn, my favorite line in uh, Sahara, as I've mentioned before, where they do this crazy plan and it works, and he goes, "There's no way that should have worked." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hanging a lantern. Now this is a great scene. You yeah. Know? A great low budget scene, but and uh, and and you know the, not, not, the, not the TV thing, which is less than convincing. I think the TV thing would have been more convincing if it was a locked off camera. Yes, yes. The yes, idea yeah, that yeah. there's no camera operator yeah. and no switching going on. Um, and, but but what he's saying here's a good example of intercutting because what he's talking about is we yeah. need to be unemotional. We need to let go of the yeah. idea that right. this is mom and dad. And then they're can, gone. Yeah. They're dead. These are not people. And here's your buddy. And and yeah, in, in a makeup job they spent some time yeah. on. And he says it's... we have to. What he repeats is we have to be unemotional. Are there any examples of zombie films where the idea of curing people is taken seriously as a significant part of the plot? Because usually. It's it's kind of a hand wave. It's somebody goes, well, no, we we can't kill them. They're it's my mom. They're like, no, your mom's gone. Deal with it. Shoot him and let's move on. How do you even begin to test a zombie for cures? What? Well, you that, capture I, them. I guess, That's yeah, what they're doing yeah. in Day of the Dead. Day of the yeah. Dead deals with um, that. And, so, uh, so does uh, so does I am Legend. I am Legend for that yes. matter. Uh, I am Legend deals with that. That would be a very interesting. Um, it, you could you could almost pull a like the mist in a way. If you have a, a whole thing where you're killing a bunch of them and then you discover, oh, we could have cured them. Yeah. You well, know? That, that, in that case, it goes back to just being plain old murder. Yeah. And then what, what are the ethics behind that? Yeah. yeah. The original ending of, Constantine, of uh, I Am Legend. Yeah. yeah. In a way. Oh, well, he never found that he could cure them in the, in the movie. He, no, he does. He, he cures them, but then he, he realizes that they don't, they don't need curing. Yeah. They're not, they're not the ones that are broken. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be buried in a shopping mall. <laughs> I guess it's okay. Well, it's, uh, would you want to live in a shopping mall? That's really the question. <laughs> I guess if I lived in a shopping well, yeah, mall, I'd have to be buried in a yeah. shopping mall. That's just how it works. But but they could freeze them in the in the skating rink, <laughs> couldn't they? Wouldn't they have a? I'd like <laughs> to be did. cryogenically frozen in the skating rink. Yeah, maybe, and and maybe bring me back when we figure this <laughs> so, thing out. So what does that consist of? Just laying down in the middle and having the zamboni run over <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's how that's how we deal with death in the new world. Of course, the, the one black world. guy in the world it has to be the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, class system still just yeah. hanging on. You would think. Just, my gosh, <laughs> civilization, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> some things have to be preserved. Yeah. One of the things that they. Um, they don't deal with in this movie. They touch on it. They make one. They do a hand wave. They, do, they basically hang a lantern. They literally do hang a lantern on one thing that I can think of in this movie. Um, I don't think they even hang the lantern in, in Zack Snyder's movie. Is that um, is the electricity still running? Yeah. So, oh, they do. No, no, no. They they. And it's a weird. Oh, they Snyder's is like wave. they have the old generator thing. Well, in this whole one, subplot. In, this one they say must be nuclear. Must that's be all nuclear, they say. Yeah. That's, that's the hanging the lantern. Great. It's like, yeah, it's probably nuclear. Yeah. A yeah, nuclear mall. Because nuclear sense. nuclear power plants run by themselves. Yeah. 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 They they totally are self contained. However, you would think mm-hmm. that a, a place like a power plant is a place they would probably try and keep going as long as possible, yeah. and probably be heavily defended, and and you know they would they would try and keep those going. So, so whatever the nearest power plant is, there's another enclave of survivors. Yeah, that's where I go. It's like let's yeah. go to the power plant because clearly there's people working there. That's true. It's true. Someone's keeping that rolling, mm-hmm. and that's why I mean, in this, in this, if we had a zombie apocalypse now, even though God was involved, 
That's why I probably I wouldn't. I don't buy that. I don't necessarily buy that. Just because, well, you know. I feel like even, a 28 Days Later viral yeah, apocalypse. But, yeah, but yeah, even, yeah. Uh, I've always said. But if said, it's literally, the, literally the living dead. But, 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 but even, if it's a viral apocalypse and they're not the living dead, then maybe they could be cured, yeah. which can be. But, right. but, but in terms of, like, God being involved, I'm like, just because, even if we discover there is an afterlife, that doesn't mean there's someone in charge of it. Right. Just because there's an afterlife ooh, doesn't mean there's a God. That's ooh. that's my opinion. I don't agree with her saying God must be involved because that's not necessarily true. But go ahead. What I was going to say oh, is, wow. as a result of you the, are a former Christian of the, uh, <laughs> of the cultural influences of zombie movies, and now we all have these plans about what we're going to do. In fact, I just posted a thread on down in front and on my Facebook uh, about here's what I would bring. And people were talking about what I, what I should have changed or what was up. But it was uh, the consensus was all right, duffel bag. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. If you're not going to be moving around, having it in a duffel makes kind of sense. Can I, I, I just I just do want to say they they there's a bit they skipped here and i think it's funny they go directly from you know she refuses this proposal but they're still you know in bed because why buy the cow um but Scandalous. yeah but uh, <laughs> she's already pregnant so it's already exactly deal. but there's a, there's actually in the extended uh, uh in the extended version there's a larger scene she turns him down and then they i they got nothing else to do so they kind of go shopping again um and i'm not necess- i'm not sure this sequence belonged right there but i feel like it was actually good and possibly could have been in the film because um like they're wandering around doing stuff and then he like he catches her he's like hey and he's got a camera and he snaps it at her you know being cutesy and romantic like oh, people yeah. do and then that. and then she goes that's great when you use up the roll we'll drop it off at the drugstore and she walks away and it's like <laughs> he's just sitting there like that's true. Society has <laughs> collapsed, hasn't oh. it? Whoops. That, this is no longer worthwhile or interesting. So it's just the the idea of you know the things that matter to you don't matter anymore. Yeah. You know, and it, it's a very all interesting the, all the all the little motions that you go through yeah. that are important to you yeah. just make really make no difference. Yeah, in the grand and it, it was Look, yeah, and you. it I'm was taking your picture. Yeah, it was very yeah. uh, interesting, and I'm like, I wish they'd kept that because that yeah. that was really showing the decline of of this mini society going yeah. on there you was know, there was realizing a, that none of this means anything yeah. the computer says there was a bit in the stand where they're trying to get the power plant back on oh yeah that's a, it's yeah. a major plot point yeah, yeah, in the yeah. stand anyway what i was getting at earlier is because of the cultural influence of zombie movies if a movie like zombie apocalypse happens i'm not going to go to the bank and i'm not going to go to the convenience store and i'm not going to go to the grocery store because that's where everyone's going to go yeah. and they're going to be infected some, yeah. of the, some, some portion of them will be infected do not go to the hospital and no. that's where they're going <laughs> right yeah. exactly so <laughs> That's going to be the first to go. That was one of the yeah. things that this guy, uh, Darkman, I've been talking about, though, had the iTunes U thing. He gets asked all the time, so what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to stay in my fucking house. How about that? Yeah. Don't try to help. Do not, don't, don't be like, my mom's across town. I got to go help her. A, <laughs> she's probably a zombie already. B, you probably won't make it, and you'll become a zombie and part of the problem. Stay in your fucking house. Yeah. Right, and that's one of the interesting comparisons that, between this movie and the next one that we're going to do, the 2004 remake, which is that in this movie, they decidedly don't try to help people. They, they don't want outsiders in. Once they're in, they try to kill the zombies. And then when the biker gang comes in, it gets all fucked up. In Dawn of the Dead 2004, they go out of their way to help people. They bring in the people in the van. And all they they, they, they every, don't go out of their not way. Everyone. The, they, not they, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. They help the people who come to them. They don't... Well, yeah. In any case, yeah. they help people in a way that they don't in this one. And that's when it goes to shit for them. Yeah. A friend of mine lives uh, down in Seal Beach. And as another Aww. friend of mine, he, no, he literally lives on the beach. He's, he does very well for himself. With the seals. Oh. Um, <laughs> but as my other friend pointed out, he, he lives basically a stone's throw from the naval weapons station that's right next door to him. And so he's like, as my other friend pointed out, he, he chose wisely because yeah. he, it's a quick hop to the naval weapons station. Yeah. And then he's good. Let me in. Let me in, let me in, let me if, in. If anyone's going to make it, it's going to be this place. Yeah. So and if it's going to blow up, you're going to die immediately. It's like it's like uh, Professor Falcon in War Games. I'm going to Portland. 
That's where it's going to blow Ooh. up. Oh, they got the Lucite chairs. Look at that. Now, that's 80s, man. That's 70s. Got the plastic, clear plastic chairs. The height of luxury. And here what she is. What the hell were people thinking? <laughs> it's even, hard to explain. Even though um, earlier, you know, she said, I want a weapon. I'm not going to be your den mother and blah, blah, blah. Mm, nope. That's well, how she, things. Unfortunately, she's pregnant now. That's so how things like, turned out. You know, it's like she can't be climbing up the ladder to play racquetball with Peter. That's yeah. just not how it works anymore, unfortunately. And they do have a pretty good gun rack, so. I'm like, see, he still doesn't get it. He's fucking, look at all this money. No. He's dressed up. It's monopoly it's money. A lot of times gone by, but he still dresses nice for dinner. Mm-hmm. They're, they're maintaining this semblance. You know, this, well, this they sort of, got a lot of nice to dress That's in. really. <laughs> they got this sort of, you know, sham existence. I wonder where they shall. You want to know how you know this is a set? There aren't holes all around the dartboard. <laughs> uh, Nobody is that good at darts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Now this is this is an interesting moment and the you know the trigger and unfortunately she goes and you know says it explicitly in a second but you know the way he walks to the TV yeah he's shuffling like a zombie they, they it's it's mm. it's clearly you know he's just kind of and he turns it on and he just kind of stands there and it's like they realize this is the moment where they realize, oh, my God, we are zombies. We're, we may still be alive, but we're just going through the motions just like they do. Um, and that right after this, when they're, you know, she's like, what have we done to ourselves? And the next thing we see is they're packing up the helicopter because they're like, we've yeah. got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and one of, my few com- <laughs> and one of my few complaints about the Zack Snyder reboot, which, I, which for the most part I think is, is great, um, is that somehow Sarah Polly comes to that yeah, conclusion in four days instead of four months, and everyone else goes, "Yeah, you're right." You know, yeah. it's like it was, as if they've apparently they've seen this movie. They go, "Yeah, you're right." Eventually, we've seen it. We know how this turns out. Yeah. Let's just go now, which uh, was is a turning point. I just don't. I didn't buy. <laughs> we are eventually Snyder. going to start eating each other, yeah. <laughs> zombie or not. They are portrayed as smarter characters in that movie, though. I don't think being smart is something you know is is well. A, they they have a more of a forward sense thing because these guys are still uh, several of them are still predicated on it's going to get better again, even though it's been so long. And those guys have a at least a different sense of what the likelihood is. Yeah, they're sitting there going, "Game over, man." Yeah, but the, I think I still think the point remains. It's like we're in a we're in a secure building yeah. that's full of food and supplies, and the power's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not be in a hurry to go anywhere yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah the jump. To I the, agree. The jump to the boat is a little yeah. out of left. And way. and you know, again, in in that movie, they're actually there's Tom Savini. They're yeah. spending a lot more time in the mall proper. We see, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to in a room and, uh, right. you know. And the reason I think the movie does that, even though it doesn't do it very elegantly, is that sort of the promise of a zombie movie is that at some point you're going to have to run through the zombie apocalypse in a way that everyone's like mob of zombies. I love that little gag with the And, and at, at the end of the movie, somehow they do have to, okay, we've got to leave this mall and get somewhere else just because. And it's not explained well in the movie and that's a failure of it. But I think yeah. that's why it's there. The Snyder version. And to be fair, there is an insanely fucking cool moment when they're going through the thing, you know, the guy sets off the bomb and the zombies domino. Oh, it's down. a great, it's a great scene. It's just I, I it doesn't come. It comes out justification. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it up when we actually do that movie. But yeah. uh, you know, it's just that I wish there was a little bit more compelling reason about why we have to go right now right. and make this plan. Um, I mean, they do do a nice storytelling thing where they have to go sooner than they were really ready, but they were already making that plan to go. Um, so it's just it's just something that's like I wish there was just maybe and maybe there's a special edition somewhere that has the the missing scene that explains. I think that we're more. gonna watch the unrated one, so maybe we've got. Oh, okay. That, that just has like tits in it. It's yeah, the only real difference. <laughs> well, but the explanation is in the tit scene. <laughs> that's right. The tits. <laughs> the, the tit scene everything. is vital to the yeah. plot. Yeah, you wouldn't have put it in there otherwise. Yeah, right. Yeah, why of course. else would he have put it? In I would there? love to hear that argument from a porn director. Can we lose the scene with the tits? That's vital to the plot. <laughs> yeah. It really is, though. Who's going to come all to that movie? Story all the, doesn't make sense. All otherwise. the scenes have tits. It's a porn movie. Which brings us back to PJ, PG porn, which yeah. James Gunn. Which, I, yeah. I, 
now see, this is a mistake because I, I which we know it's a mistake and they're punished for it, but it's like they have they specifically built that wall for if this happened. Yeah. They are never going to find you. Well, at this and, point. well, they're not going. It's, it's Flyboy who who makes the mistake by shooting them. But they, it's like, but they're just they're, they're just trying to make sure that they're they're covered. I mean, they're 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 just not gonna they're not hiding. They're going to they because they do it from the ventilation system. Right. So they're just hiding out, just watching to see what happens. Yeah. You know. But they. But you know, when they once they leave the ventilation system, well, again, that's their mistake. But 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 it's not just well, Flyboy. it is a mistake. But it, yeah. isn't, isn't there Fly, purpose? It's, it's Flyboy's mistake. Right. He makes that mistake. He does that. Isn't there purpose just to make sure that the biker gang doesn't open up the the. Well, they're going to, to compromise their exit. Well, exactly. well, but once they do, it's like, all right, go back upstairs. They won't find you. Just don't, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they're talking about that right now. They're like, oh, they won't know we're here and blah, blah, blah. So, well, they, 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 again, it's, again, Flyboy, you know, underscoring mm-hmm. the theme of the movie. You know, Flyboy says no. no you know, he, he goes crazy because they're ransacking yeah, the he, mall. Yeah, he specifically and he, says. And he's the one who no. shoots at them. He's like, which, we took which, it, which makes them start looking for them. That's, yeah. he, he's the one who sets it off, you know. So, so it's, it's, yeah, it's a character flaw. And it's, you know, again, done a little heavy-handedly. Yeah. Again, where he, sp- he spells out his motivation as he's doing yep. it. It's ours. We took it. Uh, he, yeah, like in a, in, a way, in a way that no one does. But, yeah. uh, you know, just in case we miss the theme so like i said you know, again the idea that this this movie is trying to be about something it's not particularly elegant in how it goes about being about something but the shocking thing is that it was trying to be about something yeah i mean uh, that I was mean, the revelation at the time in the whoa um you know what was i trying to say i don't know um oh i, I mean what's something about white slavery yeah what's what's happening here <laughs> something about the superiority of the caucasian race what's yeah. happening here well, is that this, goes without saying what hap- <laughs> what's happening here is like the same thing you know, it's like it's like fractal mistakes. It's like the same thing that <laughs> happened with the zombies. The whole problem with the zombies is they is the humans were unable to let go and accept that this is happening and that they are losing their world and it's becoming a different world. That's exactly what's happening here. They they lose their safety in the mall, or they lose their mall. They don't lose their safety. They yeah. compromise they their, lose own their stuff. They just lose their stuff, and they can't accept that. They can't mm. let it just happen and and you know accept the new paradigm kind of <laughs> of what's going on they try to fight it and that's their downfall so and and you know here's the mall as prison in several ways again you know they're lowering all the gates and there's these bars and it feels a lot like you see you know you you look at prisons and it's the same thing there's cells lining a, a balcony with an open right. area i mean the mall feels like a prison in a lot of ways yeah this this is another scene that the mall people were probably yeah. not too happy <laughs> You're about gonna do what now now I remember seeing a making up where at some point they did an explosion and then they actually blasted uh, inadvertently one of the big plate glass windows of this of the mall. <laughs> it was like, oh, oops! There goes our whole budget. Yeah, <laughs> there goes our security deposit. Yeah, thank we God can, for the metro rail. We can still come back tomorrow, right? <laughs> oh no, it was like that when we got here. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that was busted. Yeah, already. That, that was totally the other movie shooting. Yeah, yeah. We told them not to, but then then they ran. That was the movie in the daytime. <laughs> weren't even going to tell you they, they were ran, here. Ran, <laughs> ran, ran. <laughs> they ran and ran and ran. Let's talk about the word zombie. Etymologically, it's a voodoo thing, right? Yeah, it comes from Haiti. He uh, but why? and they say zombie in this one. They, a lot do of they? they do. I think he. I think he just said it, or he's just about to. He was saying, you know, they they. Uh, we just be cool. Let them go. They're they're going to be dealing with a thousand zombies. They won't even know we're here, or something to that effect. Why but he does say the word zombie? Why is it that? Because I always thought that people's people's reticence to use the word zombie in zombie films came from a period after this, where 
you know, don't say the Z don't, word. Don't say zombie. Yeah, because yeah. Don't say, freaks out. Don't say the Z word. Don't because don't it, admit what's happening. Well, I always <laughs> I always assumed it was because originally the magic bean is so just bl- uh, blatantly unexplained or you know explained in a way that nobody really buys. Nobody really buys the dead actually rising from the grave as something that genuinely could happen. Christians do. Uh, yeah, but I mean that—that's where spam. As, as Sam Kinison once did a great routine, <laughs> says, "How come Jesus came back from the dead? And no one got scared. <laughs> oh my God, the dead walk! Oh, it's Jesus! Hey, Jesus! Actually, uh, and actually, in the book of Matthew, it's not just Jesus. When he comes back, everyone in the graveyard comes back too. Yeah, there's oh, really? like 500 fucking zombies walking around all Jer- Jerusalem. But yeah. somebody does Is that get in the King James Bible. I think so, yeah. Holy it's shit. In, it's in every Bible. It's in the book of Matthew. See, here we have the biker gang grabbing jewels off of a zombie for some reason. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't. This is a little slapstick. It's, it's yeah. grave robbing, except that gra- they're not in their the, graves. And grabbing the cups. Yeah. Um, yeah, grab the pies. And then here's the yeah, here's the part where it gets yeah. Yeah. Hill gratuitously scene. wacky, but, yeah. you know. If, this, if they earn this part of the movie better, I would be on board. But there's just <laughs> if something it, if in it was way. like a caravan of clowns who were traveling through the zombie yeah. apocalypse. <laughs> I don't know. It's that would just, almost make sense. I mean, uh, uh, if it were just set up better, I would be able to get on board with it. But as it is, I can't. <laughs> would you be more or less happy if one of the zombies was a clown? Yeah. Zombies <laughs> actually starting. They kept in, a clown zombie with them. In, you know, all in, the time. Uh, that I would be on board. In with. Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, and Diary of the Dead, all three there is a clown zombie. There is really? yeah. somewhere in the really? crowd. Yeah. There's a clown zombie. Wow! And, and there's a there's an idea of how do you um, how can you tell? You can tell because oh, yeah. it's, it's full on in the bozo the, suit with the, the wig and the nose. No, 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 no. Not how can you tell they're a clown if they have co- if they're covered in makeup? How can you tell they're dead? Oh, yeah, because uh, they're because they, they're shuffling. they had better costume uh, yeah. better costume budget. So they're what if they were just retarded distressed. clowns? That happens. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it could happen a lot. Deaf, dumb, and blind. That happens all the time. Here's where Flyboy blows it. But but anyway, the the was I was gonna key off of that is land of the dead expands on this idea and again this is you know not done too elegantly but that in land of the dead the idea that the zombies are actually used for entertainment you know that they are part of you know yeah. the, the teasing yeah. and tormenting zombies is entertaining so so that idea starts here in this movie that it's like oh it's fun to tease them it's you can do anything you want and then you kill them and it's awesome and it's 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 like it's like christmas every day in zombie town um you know that's what this movie kind of does if who you has put the, all the zomb- who has the bugle yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> he probably has the, a the, there, there was the, a Mexican the, guy uh, just there. The stock, yeah. the stock music library has the has the bugle. If you could just put a bunch of Hannibal Lecter masks on these guys, you wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, all we need yeah. is ten billion uh, six, yeah. six billion Wait, Hannibal Lecter masks. With, you could do it with duct tape too. Duct tape or Saran wrap. Duct tape would fall right. off eventually. Yeah, but it would be not a good temporary it, solution. Not if you wrap it like twenty times. That'll stay there until you die. <laughs> have you ever tried to get a bunch of duct tape off of something? If it, especially if it's wrapped around itself. There goes Tom Zavini. Yep. No, no, he's got a little oh, that's right. to he go. No, he's got, no, yeah. he's, he's got his machete trick. And this is a, this is one of those great, you know, easy, Ba-ba. easy tricks. Learn it, learn it well, kids. Easiest, easiest trick in the world. It's ah. awesome, though. Just yeah. a machete with a shape cut out of it, yeah. right? That's Arrow it. through the head. Steve Martin says hi. Yeah, that's right. I love that this little kid. They could, they could squib him, but they didn't have time to put blue makeup on his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, get in there, Billy. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna squib you. Well, he had to be in bed by ten. Yeah, so <laughs> that's true. It was the squib or the makeup, just it's true. one or the other. Some of this, some of this is really shocking. Like they just take that one's head off, and you're like, "Whoa, hey, what the?" You know, just the way it that happens, guy, that guy has a just happens, and they move on. Yeah, 
Now there is a there is a flaw. Unfortunately, um, I will I will admit that there is a flaw in their in their theory, which is let's lock all the all the all the store doors so they can't get in. It's like, well, then they will get in, and then the whole store doors will be broken. Now, it's yeah. like, really they should have just left it open so that everyone could just take what they want, but they could still yeah. seal the, seal them all up if they wanted oh, to yeah. afterwards. Right? Well, it's, like, were, it's like opening your windows in a tornado. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to protect their stuff. Mm-hmm. That's and that's yeah. wrong. So that's the the fair, message. Fair is point. The wrong priorities. Yeah. Yeah. Even closer, it's like leaving your there's a there's a an idea that some people adhere to that if you live in a city, oh, he totally left a tire track at the J.C. Pennies. Oh, oops, that must have cost him. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a uh, he grabbed a mannequin. Why would you grab a mannequin? <laughs> well, and this guy even points it out. He's like he grabs a TV and he's like, yeah, what are you gonna watch on that? And he's like, you're right, fuck TVs. <laughs> yeah, starts destroying them. There's a uh, in fact, what are we doing with our lives right now? <laughs> A precept of hey, cigarette machine. That's what I'd be breaking into. <laughs> cigarette machine. A precept of uh, automotive security. If you live in a big city, is just don't have anything in your car, and when you park, leave the window. Yeah, down. leave it. Yeah. So if they're going to st- yeah. if they're going to try to grab shit out of your car, they don't have to break the window. Yeah, come on and get it. Or just don't leave anything valuable in your car. Well, they but, don't know that. Until but you have to make in. it. You have to make it obvious that there's nothing in there worth stealing. So a lot of people, yeah, people leave their cars unlocked or leave the windows down. So yeah, there's nothing in here. There's no need to break my window because nothing's in here. And it's easy to get into. No need to break. Just <laughs> yeah. try the handle. Are we learning yet? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I uh, <laughs> I have black wheels in my car, but I don't have black wheels. I just spray painted my hubcaps black so that no one is compelled to take them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm fine with being ghetto. That's an interesting theory. Okay. Well, I also have a pink teddy bear hanging from my rearview mirror so that it it sort of implies that a girl owns the car, so there's not going to be electronics in it. Oh. Don't knock it. It works. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't knock it. It works. I, I just want to point out that you don't know that's what works. Yeah. It's like whistling to keep I, tigers well, away. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's I, working so far. I don't have but a, there haven't been any tigers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't have a perfect control, but every other car at my high school did get broken into, and mine didn't when I had the pink teddy bear. Did other girls' cars get broken into? Because that also invalidates your theory. No, none of the, girl, none of the girls at my school had cars. <laughs> well, oh. then, okay. Well, maybe, maybe there was only like six parking spots. There was only like six guys that were allowed to have cars. That have a maybe, maybe they didn't want to break into the gay guy's car. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> might, have, might have diseases. At the end of the day, they didn't break into mine. Yeah. One way or the other, the pink teddy bear saved his car. Yeah. So, so now it's there. Although now I have it sitting next to a Star Wars smell goody yeah. thingy. So maybe I'm invalidated. Gal, gal I used to work with used to have a big oil painting of Jesus on the back deck of her car. Because she, she 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 literally said, you know, it's a classic like the you know like your grandma would have in her house if she was of that way, you know, like the classic you know oil painting, like practically a paint by numbers, you know, Jesus, you know exactly the picture I'm I'm talking about, and it was like literally sitting on the back deck of her car, um, and as she said, she she made no made no apology for it. She you know she worked a lot in the Hispanic parts of town, and you know, like, you know don't bring in Cath- the car. Catholics, man, you know, yeah, yeah, big old Jesus there, staring at you, watching you, yeah. It's not ex- chat rooms calling me sexist. It's not sexist of me. It's sexist of the world, and I'm just playing along. Yeah, I'm just playing by the rules, man. That's right. Yeah, I want to swing off a, a second story like that. Sometimes I totally do. I absolutely do. And then you know, Savini just can't resist. Like, because Savini also does stunts. Um, yeah. You know, as, as, oh, he loves. He loves stunts. doing stunts. Uh, of course, Savini you might recognize from. Uh, um, he kind of reprises this role in a way in uh, the Rodriguez film. Um, uh, uh, Planetary. No, no, no. Uh, uh, d- from Dust Till Dawn. Thank you. Uh, Dust Till yes. Dawn. Yeah. Wow. He, he sort of does a grown-up version of this guy. Yeah. And then, there's, and then uh, turns into a vampire and, himself. And too. then there's Steve, Steve Perry, the lead singer of uh, <laughs> <laughs> And I could have been gone long, foolish heart. Dude, I said no more Steve Perry psychics. <laughs> What's that? Steve Perry. 
That's a basketball reference. Oh, okay. All right, Steve. Now this here's where we have the obligatory gut seating scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, which which are always my my least favorite parts of the of the zombie movies. It's kind of like you kind of have to. You do have it. to. No, you, you have why to. Is have it, why it. is your least favorite part? It's just because it's like okay, now we have to have the guts eating scene. Well, they do it because it's so damn successful with the pig guts. Yeah. It exactly. looks real. It exactly. Looks like, it looks like an expensive because they effect. do it. They often do it with real guts. That if you do it with real guts, then uh, then it works. Um, and yeah, now we're coming up on a shot that they must have been the last shot of the day because it's so fucked up. But they didn't get like the focus is yeah, all messed yeah. up and bad. But it's like it, I, he's I, very clearly out of focus. Yeah, there. yeah, it's very much. They had out of focus. no time. Yeah. <laughs> to oh, get it's also sure. raining. Though. I think. Did you see that? Yeah, I was uh. thinking that. Yeah, it might be the rain. It might be the fact that they, uh. they might have not had a camera operator because you know they just had to put a put, a, put a glass yeah. in front of the camera and go run, do it quick. Sun's coming up. And this guy, I going, have to imagine he's on drugs or something because there's no yeah. other reason he would fucking. Yeah. Go back to that. It's, like it's, a moron. it's it's a it's a it's a good punchline that needs a better setup. Yeah, <laughs> you know the, the punchline yeah, is why it's there, but it's not really set up very well. He's just like I like these things. <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting <laughs> to all take my friends are gone now, so I yeah. do these. Six months, I really want to know what my blood pressure is. It's really important to know. What yeah. if what if what if it was legitimate? Like he legitimately has a heart condition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blood pressure like, monitors been, are hard to come by yeah, after been, the apocalypse. I've been looking and looking and looking. He needs to know whether he needs to find some nitroglycerin pills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here we go. Blue Not a good blood mixture here. Oh, it's uh, but it's been bright red paint. Here we go. Yeah, here Here's we go. That is oh, the little, oh, little, the foam, un- little foam rubbery on that the one. The unpainted foam. Is, yeah. yeah. Savini did, did eventually learn the here technique of... Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Did learn that he has no muscles, stomach muscles. He has, he has, nope. he has a six-pack, but no guts. muscles under there. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? He just he just packs his guts the right way. <laughs> See, that's yeah. actually his actually his, his intestines are muscle. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's interesting. That's how Chuck he Norris can flex is. his intestines. Yeah. Now, now, Day of the Dead and and Mike can testify the, to this. The, Day of the Dead takes this idea to the nth degree. Oh my God, they do it like five times yeah. in Day of the Dead. But the Day of the Dead, uh, there's a point where a guy gets his lower half of his body torn off, yeah. and he's still alive. Yeah, and he gets to like still watch that happen. Yeah, as his legs are being dragged away, and he tells the jo- zombies choke on him. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's like because he's it's, a badass. It's this scene just taken to the to the widest possible. Well, there's degree. that there's that one, and there's the other one where it's one of his his cronies who's being torn apart and screaming. Oh, and the head, his the, guts, the and head, they pull his head off. Yeah, yeah the head is screaming, and, the, and, yeah. and they actually do a nice thing with the they soundtrack away. where the head the, the sound the the vocal cords stretch. Yeah, so it goes ah. Yeah, and like the, the voice gets higher and yeah. then it snaps, and it's a, yeah, it's a villain. It's a nice bit. So this is, I mean, this is uh, watching this in the theater. I'm like, hey, wait a minute, um, he's kind of fucked. I don't think he's going to make it. Yeah, the, this hero, it's like yeah. in the, it's like in the blob. Die. He's, he's going to be our yeah, new hero. He's a main character, and uh, he's uh, kind of Captain I mean, Kangaroo. No, <laughs> he's already he's already a goner. Flock of seagulls. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Captain Kangaroo, David Spade. You know, I'm gonna uh, someday. I want to see a, a zombie movie where all of them are celebrity lookalikes. <laughs> well, well the, I mean, that's, they, they, they do, do that, that a little bit in, in the, the remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really is touch on that. Is inspired inspired scene. Yeah, <laughs> on the on Snyder and Gunn's part. Here we go. Run, run, run. <laughs> that's right. Push, push him out. One guy left. It's like you can do this. You ready? Yeah, you can do it. You'll be all right. You'll be fine. Yeah, you're gonna be like, fine. You're gonna be okay. Have you ever had the elevator door close on you? It doesn't happen so much anymore because they have the little safety thing. No, on they it. still do it though. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's yeah. just once they do it, they're like, "Oh, sorry about that," and they bounce back. But some of them do it really hard. Before yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like, what that's the, the fuck? That's man? the thing about um, 
Carwin does too. Like you think a car window would have a safety mechanism? No, so it, it does not. Absolutely <laughs> not. My my dog almost killed itself because it was oh. standing on the little thingy on the side of the door, and she, she just put her foot on the window up thingy with her head out the window. Uh-huh. Oh man! And she was just like making this ungodly sound. And then her feet slipped off, so she was hanging by. Her neck. Oh god! It was oh, terrible. God. Elevators and windows all—they both suck. They're you said things. almost killed herself, right? Almost. Okay. She did not. Yeah, Although that same dog was, was shot at by our neighbors. Welcome to Arkansas. Wow. Oh, you told that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what movie. They but... x-rayed my dog for some other reason, and it's like, why are there bullets in my dog? <laughs> Fucking Arkansas. I didn't just shoot at. Shot. Yeah. No, shot. <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah. Successfully. Successfully so shot. This, this yeah. night, they messed up the mall pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's fi- finally, they got, I finally got what I wanted at the mall. I got a leg. Yeah. <laughs> I got a human leg. I got a rock. Oh. <laughs> and And... I you know I like this bit. She's willing. She's to the give one up. ready to go. Like, She's like let's he's, just. He's dead. Him. Let's book. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I appreciate uh, you know what's going on there as well because she's calling to him and she says for God's sake because he doesn't say anything to her yeah and she's like please acknowledge that there is another human being in yeah. this mall still talk to me I'm pregnant here I'm pregnant over yeah. here for Christ's sake. I'm a hormonal factory. I'm going nuts. You know, it turns out it's yours. <laughs> yeah. Does that I, help? We hadn't let's even go. We hadn't even met. I don't know how how that works. Yeah. I can't back that up. But it's, that's how it is. And here we go. Here's the. Uh, yeah. Here comes the. Oh, here's, well, the here's the reveal. This reveal. Dun dun dun. Howdy. See, they 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 went beyond the blue on him. They actually oh, painted, yeah. painted the veins in and so on. Yeah. So. They actually sprung for the gray paint. That yeah. Day. And this That's is what right. this is what happens when you get an actor and not just some guys to shamble around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He. I really feel like he's going to break his ankle. It scares yeah. me. Yeah. This, this is, shot in this particular is... always freaks me out. The way he trips. Yeah. And the way he almost steps steps on that guy's face. That's a lot of trust that that guy didn't flinch. Yeah. But here they are, you know, shopping. Oh, <laughs> finally. They're I mean, just going to shop forever. I've been wearing this jersey for six months. Yeah. Really looking forward to some new seasons. you see the fashions. neck on those head models? I know. Oh, my yeah. God. They were like the fucking uh, uh, things. The, the, the tribal. Tonway from. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I was going to go for a prequel reference. Oh, uh, uh, the Tonway. Caminoans. Caminoans. Yeah. Oh. Here we go. Unfortunately, he's only freshly dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's nice. Gotta, so he kind of remembers. That's a good neck wound. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice yeah. one. It's got actual depth to it. He's like, oh, oh, that's right. I got a chick back home. She'll be worried about me. All right, I better let her know. Yeah, I better let on. her know I'm going to be late. There's a guy who stole the gun from earlier. Yeah. yeah, still looking down the barrel like, oh hi. Yeah, that's quite something, isn't it? And the nurse, and the and, mm-hmm. the, and the escalator guy. It's all your favorite zombies. Yeah, sexy zombie dude, nurse. Dude, where are you going? What's up, dude? No, no, check it out. This is awesome. Uh, check no. this out, honey. I brought some people home for dinner. Yeah. You don't have to cook or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good news. You don't have to cook. Uh-oh. Yes, they didn't fortify it in case one of them became a zombie yeah. and led a horde of zombies back to the hallway. But seriously, you have to consider you really every have to possible think about that. outcome. And she did, yeah. I mean, she thought about it to the extent that she made him teach her how to use the helicopter. Yeah. yeah. They'd have no ending if she hadn't learned to do that. Yeah. Now. You know, which was, it, you know, nice plotting that that also was what led them led the bikers to realize that yeah. there was somebody in there yeah it's it was their salvation and their damnation wow irony that's is, awesome. that, is that art does that qualify as irony no. sure yeah sure yeah it actually, actually does, does. yeah yeah it actually, hey we found one a real one <laughs> <laughs> nice Ding. wow that's like yeah. a that's like a black fly you put that one on the shelf. like reach down god give me a high five yeah. <laughs> high five me god bam i found irony and then when Gary sent to high five me, crush me. Ironic, yeah. huh? <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> oh, we were doing so well. <laughs> I prayed to God to save my life 
and he did, and I, then killed we high fived, and he killed me. Yeah, that, then that's okay. irony. That's irony for you, maybe. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I love that it's just like, oh, it's yeah, done. there you go. See, he had no trouble. Like he, he's crossed the line. He's crossed that line now. So, yeah, right? it took, took him a second to shoot his buddy in the head. But you, I've been playing poker with for six months. Dead, gone. Yeah, because you keep taking my money. Yeah, <laughs> you keep fucking winning. Yeah, because you made me serve you. Yeah, there's yeah. three of us left, and I still had to be the waiter. Yeah. Now this this. As we know, now from, he was telling her he wasn't going to go. As we know from yeah, our research, yeah, yeah that uh, you know that, uh, and that was going to be the ending. Yeah, that that was the original intended ending of this movie is that is that no one lived in this movie, which is very much like Night of the Living Dead, yeah, as well. Yeah. Strangely enough, and yeah. very much like what Snyder, what Snyder did with his with his mm-hmm. reboot as well. But um, now, see again, low budget. These zombies have been walking around for months now. They're they're just way too clean and put together. When you have a real budget, then you can do what Snyder did, where you can show like, wow, they're really getting pretty messed up out there. But but uh, this idea of this was the setup for what was going to be the ending um, that Peter would uh, Peter would kill himself, and so would Fran. Um, yeah, in fact, that's why the exploding head that's exists. That's why they had a head mold, yeah. Uh, they, from the beginning, they just used her exploding head because she was going to – when she when she gets out and looks at them, she was going to pull herself up and shove her head into the helicopter blades, which I guess they were setting up in the beginning as mm-hmm. well with helicopters on them. At least they got a head cast of it, so yeah. they were ready to go. So that's why this movie feels like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It does, it does suddenly oh, – it also suddenly – like it's not – I guess it is a little bit clear that Peter's like, yeah, fuck it, and changes his mind. But it feels, it's like, how come? Why did yeah. he just suddenly decide it's worth living for? <laughs> as, a, as a friend, my one of my friends that I went to see this movie with at the time in 78, uh-huh. and it was a black guy, makes it okay, <laughs> where he says, uh, he says the reason he changes his mind is because the first zombie at the door is a black guy. And he goes, I'm not going to let another nigger eat me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And again, it was a black guy. That's, he, he said it. He said it, not me. It's okay. He said it. He said it. So, Racist commissioner? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. You'll allow it? All right. I'll allow it. Yeah. I'm, I'm quoting. I'm, report, I'm reporting the news. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't make it. I'm reporting the news. I'm not making it. Fair and balanced. The fact that these things are going to get through his own, that skull with that Derringer. Yeah. That, that too. It's like you've got every gun in the world in the room. And he's got this little one. And I'm going to use a Derringer. That way, that way you get to be like semi-conscious and bleeding while they eat Yeah. You. And then the AT music. Yes. Right out of the stock zombies, library. Zombies, you, zombies, you lie zombies. down. I'll be with you later. You, you, I'll punch you in the head. And you, I'll just look at you funny and you'll flinch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back off. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. See, even as a zombie, she's scared of a giant black guy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they remember, Trey. Yeah, they totally remember. <laughs> They're learning. Awful. They're actually learning. So he gets to do this, and uh, literally it is this like football bit. hero music that they have yeah. playing. That's hysterical. He breaks that one's arm. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's just mean. He's just running in a circle now. Yeah, now he's now doing double Dude, kicks. Dude, okay, we, let's step what this up. Whoa! Let's move this along. I like this. This is a funny mo- yeah. moment. Like, oh, he's like, well, better. okay. That's a new one. I like that one. That's new. This one has a scope. <laughs> yeah. They'll press the red button. Yeah. There we go. Now that's a that's a scary scene to do. That's yeah. a dangerous scene to do right there. You stagger toward the helicopter that's hovering while a guy. I jumps wonder on how board. difficult it would be if the helicopter is just hovering four feet up to throw it off balance just by your your own power. If you could tug on it hard enough to make it go. 
Uh, probably uh, you could. Probably you could. Trouble, it yeah. probably wouldn't be easy, but you could. If probably it do were, it. would the would the helicopter be balancing on a point only as big as the center of where the rotors are spinning, or would it be balancing on a point the width the width? It's of the, the, it's the, the well, width. I think it's got the some width decent, of the rotors because yeah. it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. that a decent center. Yeah. Of and when it's that close to the surface, it has a ground effect to deal with as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got the force of. Why are we talking about physics? Let's talk about fucking zombies. Yeah, here you go. You're pushing down. The end. Dot dot dot. Again, talking about you know a little bit about race, it was probably a big deal that. You know, white woman and black, white man, black man went pregnant. off to repopulate. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. and the fact that we never, sad. you know, in any in any uh, Romero sanctioned story, we never hear anymore. You know, we never find out. Right, never happened. That's very much the um, the the author behind The Walking Dead in his letter at the end of the first volume. It's like that's his thing. It was like, you know, I love zombie movies, but they always just end. You know, like Dawn of the Dead just ends, and I wanted to do a story where. It doesn't ever end. Right. It just we're gonna follow these people. Some of them are gonna die. We'll find we'll find some others, and we'll just keep going. Right. And this is, I mean, but this is the answer. What happens? The zombies win, yeah, and yeah. they spend the rest of eternity or until they decay. Um, which I think they mentioned they could last as long as like ten years. They said in the, the I think the TV was talking about that, but maybe that was in the extended version. But um, but uh, yeah, so they just spend the rest of the time wandering around the shopping mall. Browsing. And they seem browsing, and they seem perfect. They seem happy. <laughs> it seems like what they want to do. Totally happy. So now, now what, uh, not too many years after this movie came out, uh, Tom Savini came out with a book called Grand Illusions, I believe it was called, which is a big uh, coffee table sized book about how he did his effects for movies like Friday the Thirteenth and and this movie and a bunch of other movies, and uh, was great because it was all very low budgety stuff. It was all how you do it without squibs. And how you can do these things with compressed air, and how you do the thing with the machete trick, and he, you know, he literally went film by film and talked about in this book with lots of pictures and illustrations and making up stuff, and it was really, you know, just f- a huge resource for me as a as a low budget filmmaker. Like, oh wow, this is great stuff to know. And the uh, the the fishing line and compressed air tricks were especially, uh, you know, useful, which I still use them to this day. I'm still using those those old nonsense tricks even in this in the digital era. Dawn of the Dead, 1978, theatrical cut. Yes. Mm. That did just happen. Yes. It did. It did. Mm. It did. It just I, I'm, actually, I'm actually warming up to it. And I don't yeah, know exactly I liked why. It better. I, I like it better kind of each time I see it. I, I, think. I agree, yeah. actually. But, yeah. um, I, you know, my, my initial problems with it were that I didn't it, – it felt awful long. And I think that's a plotting thing. I, I didn't feel a sense of – each individual character's plight being played out in a way and then inter you know weaving and, and the changes in the drama on the human level at least not nearly as much as in 2004 it's not a super sophisticated yeah. it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, doesn't, yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't have yeah. quite as many and, and, and subplots and the, as yeah. and, the, and, the, and the problem is i can't blame it for that <laughs> <laughs> it's a nature versus nurture thing man this movie was made up in the you know it was it was founding all these other things it was founding zombies and it was made for like no money and ultimately what can you say george romero I've heard Trey say George Romero isn't exactly the world's greatest writer-director. He's just the guy that came up with the zombie thing and made a fucking oeuvre out of it. I mean, yeah. he, 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 turned, he turned around this entire thing in one movie, and then the second movie completely hammered it home. And for that, cool. Thank you for zombies, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. this movie isn't, isn't one that I don't think. As I came to this movie, I, I'm basically a control subject. I came to this movie having seen very little zombie stuff and with no interest. And as a movie, it didn't hold my attention very well. Brian? Um, yeah, I think you're pretty much right. It's as a film on its own, it's kind of unfocused. It's a little rambly in a sense. Um, but it's like, yeah, you can't really criticize it for that because 
the man invented a genre. The <laughs> yeah. man invented an entire new storytelling uh, uh, concept or device and a whole set of new tropes. And not very many people get to do that or get to be that successful at it. So it's – I mean the real value in this film may not necessarily be in this film itself, although it's it's a it's a solid enough film. But the real value is in – what stories other people were able to tell by building off of what this film and what Night of the Living Dead established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to have a Star Wars before you can have some prequels, you, you right? Need, you, need oh. to, you need to... <laughs> uh, oh, I, got, oh. I, got, I got an actual reaction out of all these guys. Oh, yeah. you, here, here. You're fired. Get you, out. You need... You need to establish tropes before you can subvert the tropes. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna play with the conventions, you have to make the conventions yeah. at some point. Yeah. yeah. Darkman. Um, Dawn of the Dead is the thing about it. This version um, is that it's really more a series of vignettes than a story, so to speak. You know, it's about the same characters and kind of how things develop with them. But it's not. You know, it's it's you can definitely almost sense when one episode has ended and the next one is beginning you know so it, it doesn't yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like there's a consistent through line and for that you know it it can start to feel a little long because you're like all right get somewhere already get to the point yeah um but um you know i'm agreement w- with you guys um it, it's it's growing on me the more i watch it um and uh you know for for all the things that romero uh achieved with it and all the things that he was trying to achieve with it um i i think there's a a lot to be appreciated in this movie and i can i I can definitely see why it's um not only a classic but the classic of the zombie genre i think i have a theory for why it's growing on us because the first time you watch it you have expectations of it that it does not live up to Mm -hmm. and then you don't have those expectations the next time you watch the movie and you expect that it's going to do this whole big you know, it's, it's going to be the greatest zombie movie of all right. time. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's totally. the, it's, it's, not, exactly. it's, it's the first zombie yeah. movie of all time, and it's, and it's hardly even you know what we would mm. consider a zombie movie in the sense you know it's it's the 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 Snyder version treats it m- much more like a natural disaster, and they're dealing with it constantly. Yeah, it's more whereas, of a, it's a, more of a Noah's Ark type movie. Yeah, this and this one is is more of a uh, all right. The, the zombies are my excuse to put them in this position, but now I'm watching. You know, now I'm watching the pressure cooker of what's going on with right. them. Of these people in, in this stuck in, in the small room. Yeah. I will also say that, in terms of historic movies, that's you know you may look at from 30 years into the future or whatever, and you look back and like, oh, that wasn't that great. This movie is much better than some other movies that fit into that sure, example. Sure, the exactly. one that jumps into my brain being Easy Rider, which you you watch yeah. now and you go, wow, this. What the hell is this? Well, I think yeah. Dorkman feels that way about Blade Runner. No, you feel that way about Blade Runner. I, I feel that way a little bit about Blade Runner, yeah. Right on. I, but besides, I, as a movie, you know, visual effects yeah. and art direction are amazing, but, you know. Trey, Dawn of the I Dead? I can't watch that. Yeah, it's like, uh, the only movie I think we've discovered, it's, it's, this is like, isn't this the second oldest movie we've ever done on Down in Front? Um, um, Jaws being the only one I can well, think Jaws, of. Well, uh, Jaws. Strange Love. Strange Love, yeah. I guess. And, and Strange Love in 2001, yeah. Yeah, Strange Love in 2001. So, you know, and those movies, the reason. Star Wars is older than those, too. Uh, just barely, yeah. The reason the reason these those movies are still amazing and remembered is because they are so rare. <laughs> movies like that that still hold up twenty, thirty, forty years later um, are very, 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 very rare. Um, you know, I wonder what you know movies from you know Iron Man forty years from now. You know, like you know, your kids are going, Dad, you really thought this was cool? <laughs> really? Why? Um, so you know, again, shut it, up. Yeah, it, it was it was awesome. Look at the rendering. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so terrible. You actually made these effects with computers. <laughs> this is only in four K. So uh, before they had the what, the implant. So anyway, the um, the fact that I can only see one side of it. Yeah, that even... <laughs> the the fact that the fact that you guys 
watched this movie all fairly recently. You would, none of you had seen this until getting ready for this, right? Is that, is that the case? You know, and you kind of like the fact that you knew like, well, okay, yeah, this is a zombie movie because they're following all the zombie rules, you know, shows the influence of this movie because this is the movie that set those rules. This is the yeah, movie yeah. that said this is how they work. Um, and now it's like a rule where, you know, so like people think that Asimov's laws are actually somehow built into real computers. Yeah, I find that adorable. You know, that, uh, you know, it's like, no, Asimov, you know, you may not know who Asimov, you not know what the word Asimov means. You may not know what the three laws are, but still people seem to know the three laws. Not only, not only do I find that funny that people know the three laws, but they're always like, you know, they're like, oh yeah, we gotta make sure. You know, people talk about robots. It's like, well, we gotta make sure they got Asim the three yeah. laws. I'm like, the point of the story was that the laws don't work. That's <laughs> yeah. the point of iRobot. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I really wish that instead of those catching on, his pronunciation of robot caught on. Robot, a robot, robot, a well, robot it, must never cause harm. It does with uh, Zoidberg. Zoidberg says yeah. it. Yeah, robot. Anyway, anyway wrap back, it up. Back to this movie. The you know the fact that again this this movie. Is is somehow it has this weird transcendence where it, it transcends what it actually is, which is a very cheap, you know, kind of clanky B movie. Um, somehow it it's it started this this uh, slow but steady progression that brought us to today, when a major studio will release a huge, crazy, over the top steroid version of this same story and you know call it one of their big big movies you know in 1978 when ordinary people was what studios were making um you know ordinary no studio would ever have made this movie so no human studio no human studio a zombie Could studio would totally movie. have made it um so it is it is it's really is a, an artifact from a different time where you know it's like to see a movie anywhere remotely like this George Romero in Pittsburgh or someone like him had to make it because you weren't going to see a movie like this any other right. way. Um, now you can get 10 of them every day. Now you get, you know, the Saw franchise. It's going to go on forever. And they're but, in, uh, Actually, they said this is the last one. Yeah, right. I'm they, sure. they promised. I'm sure. I'm sure. But, uh, you know, again, this at the time, and of course at the time, a lot of people were like, oh my God, this is horrifying. Look, you know, what is this, what is this doing to our children? It's like, well... It means they're going to grow up and be you guys. <laughs> We're going to go, yeah, then the guy's head exploded. That wasn't so great. <laughs> you know, it's like because you're desensitized to it now. But we were pretty shocked in 78. And the reason this movie isn't ma- as strong as it necessarily could be is because the better filmmakers of the day were making movies like Ordinary People. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the best filmmakers today that are working today are, are, making, making, these are making these kind of movies. So, you know, it's like Danny Boyle wouldn't have made this movie if he were working in 78. He would have made yeah. something like Ordinary People. Yeah, but sure. now he might make a movie like this. And that's yeah. great. This has been Down In Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, get a brand new episode every single week. You can find us on Twitter slash Down In Front, Facebook slash Down In Front Show. You can email us at contact at downinfront.net. And uh, this episode will not have show notes or chapter breaks because we screwed over Matt Fata Veda and released it the day we recorded it. So sorry, Matt. But every other episode, you can find chapter breaks and enhancements in the iTunes file. You can go to the forum, involve yourself in the community, and actually find information for when we're recording these so you can join us live in the chat room like these fine people have today. Uh, you go to the store and buy a thing, and if you buy this DVD from us at our store on our website, we get a dollar. Plus, this DVD is like five bucks, which is not a bad deal. Uh, and until next time, my name is T. Christie. Brian. See what I did there? Yeah. It Brian. sounded like it was like a you know, dyslexic brain. Brian's. Yeah. Brian's. 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 <laughs> dyslexic dyslexic zombies want Brian's. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> what have yeah. we done to ourselves? <laughs> I'm taking the helicopter. Who's with me? Yeah. <laughs> and this has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. I'm not going to be a den mother to you guys. <laughs> Don't leave me without a gun. Again. Until you get pregnant. <laughs> well. <laughs> Trendsinyourhead.com.